So, as I was saying then, yeah. I've been, so I went onto this uh, website, onto Gymshark's web, website. I've been buying their shit for years. And uh, they had a, a sale on that they advertised the hell out of. I was, every time I open up my internet browser into any little site, all the little pop-up ads, they were all Gymshark sale, Gymshark sale, Gymshark sale. Obviously, I know they'd be like monitoring all your cookies and all that stuff, making sure they track you, yeah. making sure if you clicked or even thought about it, they're recording your thoughts. CIA. So, so what I hate about that. Go on. So when you've already bought the product. Yeah. Yeah, bruv. I get that as well. I keep getting the same trainers. Like, I buy a lot of trainers. I keep getting the same trainers I've already bought and yeah. advertised to me. Yeah. It's like, they need to make that cookie thing a bit smarter. Like, they do. They yeah. do. Um, but even even as I was saying with the, with the trainers I was looking at. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still, I'm getting them pop-ups for the trainers that are out of stock. Like, you're out of stock of these trainers. Why are you advertising them to me? Yeah, yeah. You're just peeing me off. That's why I check so frequently, because I'm like, oh, they're advertising. Maybe they've got it back in stock. Bang. No, no they haven't. <laughs> they're ruining me, bruv. But yeah, so I went onto Gymshark's website. So what they do is, they shut their website down from 2pm. It's offline for an hour. Okay. Right? And that's just making sure people don't fill up their trolley and then as soon as the three o'clock for the sales to start hits, they go to the checkout right, and check yeah, out. Yeah. Because obviously, like, you've got to navigate around a website, does it? So three o'clock comes, and I actually I'd I'd forgotten that they had a sale on. I click on uh, I was on Facebook and they put up a post saying like sales now on, and it was like three o two. I was like, oh yeah, crap. Let me go and grab a couple of vests and that. So I go on, find a couple of vests. They're not even out of like the high end sale. Like they do up to 70% off. I think the vests were like 20% off. But I was like, fine, I was going to get them anyway. I saw there's a sale, I hold out. So then I click, go to checkout. And it's like, you're in a queue for the checkout. Don't refresh your browser. Don't click back, just wait. And on my phone, that's a pain in the backside because it will shut down. But, um, but yeah, so I get through and then uh, get through to the checkout and everything that I wanted was out of stock. I was like, you sons of bitches. That's Even it. though you had it in your basket? Yeah. Fuming. So I'm done with I'm done with that now. I ain't shopping with that company anymore. What company? Gymshark, bruv. Say it. Gymshark, <laughs> you sons of bitches. I had, do you know what? The, the thing is, I first started buying, they were doing these um just like gym vests, right? Yeah. They had this big, like, it was a weird logo. It was like a shark's head with a man's body. And the man was like very muscular, right? Okay. And it, the shark was like aggressive looking face, right? It was funky, it was different. And they actually had like decently fitted vests and t-shirts. So I was buying stuff from them back then. And this was like, I'd say about six, maybe seven years ago when they were just like a little startup, a couple of lads working out their mum, dad's garage. That's all it was. Now it's a massive company. They like, they support, um, they sponsor like UFC fighters and stuff like that. I see Darren Till wears their stuff. They've got a load of like, um, bodybuilders and stuff that they they have as their sponsored athletes i see nicole scherzinger doing like wearing their garms that as well so they're a big big company and for them to still not get that right bruv i wasn't happy i was saying it's like they need to start at their back end it's a company like how fast they've been growing they've been around for at least five years now mm. they need to uh like sort out their back end so they can support the traffic yeah man particularly it's if it's it. happening every time so they, they 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 should be able to yeah Normally, when they've done sales in the past, yeah. I've literally clicked on the website and it's got websites down. Wow. Now, it's like everything was very, very slow to yeah, load yeah, and, yeah. and eventually I got some stuff and took it to the checkout and then it was like, no, nah, yeah, mate, screw you. Ah, I'm just, progress. mate, I know, mate, I just feel like bitching this week. Like, I'm, I'm bitching <laughs> about a lot of stuff. 
The other thing I wanted to bitch about, there was something else as well actually, but I'll I'll, get, I'll, I'll bring it up probably at some point. Okay. But the 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 other thing was. Uh, Traffic lights, man. I know I've said this before, right? <laughs> I know I've done this before, yeah. I do feel like traffic lights are a joke. I'm not even joking, bruv. I'll put my hands up. I've jumped four traffic lights today. Oh, four. Wow. Right? At, at busy times as well. Do you know why? They are stupid traffic lights. You don't need to have them there. Okay? Number one, if you've got traffic lights on a slip road to a motorway, you know they do them sometimes like if yeah, there's traffic. Yeah, yeah. Don't be an idiot. Because if there's if there's not even that much traffic and traffic's moving mm. and you're coming from a standstill and you've got to get to 40, 60 mile an hour in 50 meters. Yeah. And my work cars are 1.6 diesel, bruv. It ain't moving. So I'm cruising up towards these lights. They go red. I'm looking at the speed of traffic. I'm, I'm, I'm not stopping. Because if I have to stop, I'm yeah. then going to have to do something stupid to try and meet the yeah. flow of traffic. Yeah. So, because I've seen, I've seen like, they're normally like yellow, aren't they? Yeah. Because I've seen them, they're, they're not always on. Nah, but when they do come on, yeah. they're, they're I know the, the, the system they've got. So it's red for about 20 seconds. Yeah. And then it goes amber green, amber red for 20 seconds. Yeah, and that yeah. is literally the timing of it. Yeah, yeah, so it's, it's only enough to let one or two cars through yeah. every 20 seconds. Which, nah, man, I'm not doing that. Yeah. You can go You can go screw yourself. I'm not stopping. So, so that was one example. The other was down near where I live. I don't know if you know uh, the bridge where you got under the bridge towards the motorway. they got traffic lights down there. It's yeah. Huntingham. And the traffic lights on my side will be red. And you'll see the lights on the other side go red because you see the car stop. Right. You have to wait another 10 seconds nearly for your light to go green. So you can then go. Meanwhile, yeah, you're just yeah, looking at an empty tunnel about. right here. Yeah. I'll just go, about, mate. Yeah. I'll just go. I don't care if the light's red. I don't care if it's green. If I, I can see through the other side <laughs> of the tunnel. I can see. You don't need lights. Yeah. It should just be, are you stupid? Give way from this end, whatever. Yeah. They can just yeah. give like priority comes to oncoming traffic, whatever. Yeah. Mate, it does my nothing. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just jumping lights now. <laughs> I'm waiting. You can try and catch me. If there's any police officers listening to this, you can suck on all the dicks, right? You ain't catching me. I'm like Bonnie and Clyde up in this. I'm free. And nicely. <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, man. What else have we been up to? Uh, I don't know if I mentioned it last week about my crack screen. On your phone? Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. Oh, dude, I don't know if you... I'm going to throw you my phone to you. I don't All care right. anymore. So I've got the Pixel 2. Yeah. You can barely see it, right? If you look from where the speaker slot is at the bottom... Oh, I see. Probably, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And it splits off. There's actually right. four cracks. Yeah, yeah. There's two that go each direction. There's little ones coming off it. Yeah. So um, so here's the thing about... like, Obviously, we went through the, the Android iPhone debate on a previous episode, yeah? Yeah. And obviously, when you come to this situation where your phone gets knackered, you you find yourself back in the de- back in the debate. Yeah. So I just went when I, when we were in California, I went to the Apple store. I bought an iPhone XR for the wife. Yeah. And she had, I think, her phone was an iPhone six. So okay. she was well past you for her. Her battery was lasting like an hour and a half or something between yeah. charges. Um. So I was like, it's fine. I'll get you. I'll get your phone while I'm out there with the exchange rate. It will save us a couple of quid, 50, 60 quid, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not doing this paying a thousand pound for a phone nonsense, right? And then doing it monthly, thinking that, like, it's not paying a thousand pound because you're still paying it. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. swear, bruv, English people are mugs. Because <laughs> you go to That's Europe. That's so true, isn't it? In yeah. Europe, bruv, yeah. people don't buy iPhone XRs and stuff. Yeah. They have older phones because yeah, yeah. they're like, no, I'm not spending that yeah, much money I on think, a phone. I think there was the time in, um, it wasn't even that long ago, and you know the Microsoft Nokia phones? 
Yeah. They were more popular than iPhones in Italy. Yeah. Dude. Because people just were, yeah. We, I went to Spain, this was years back. I went to Spain, this was when like the iPhone 5 or 6 had like just first come out. Mm. But it's still like, it's the iPhone era. I was, I was, went past a phone shop and they had like sharp GX10s in the phone oh, shop. Wow. Like proper old school beta yeah. phones from like 20 years ago. I was like, what the hell are they doing? And it's like, nah, mate, we're not spending silly money on phones. We yeah. just don't do that. Yeah. So I don't know, like we got some, um, we got some issue, but so going to the point, right? So the screen cracks and I was like, right, let me see how much it is to get a used Google Pixel 2 and see how much it costs to get the screen repaired, see how much it costs for a new one, whatever. Yeah. So to get the screen repairs like 150 quid or so, right? And to be fair, that's from like one of these dodgy high street retailers. Because okay. I know sometimes they might do a good job, but sometimes you get it back and your phone's no longer IP67 waterproof, yeah. <laughs> right? Because yeah. they, they didn't glue it all yeah. the way around the edge. Yeah. They just did the top, the bottom, and maybe half of one side. Yeah. They're like, hmm, feel secure. <laughs> Turn it upside down, screen not dropping, no problem. Mister, your phone is ready for collect, okay? So, uh, so yeah, so I was like, I'm not doing that. I thought, right, let me see how much it is for a used Google Pixel. A used ones are like, 200 quid 150 quid but again i'm like do i really trust a used phone yeah because i've had the issues in the past where i had insurance and i've made a claim and they've sent me out a refurbished phone has been nothing but nightmares they do do that yeah they've done that for years actually when i used to be in the mobile phone industry that was they, they did do that yeah so so my thing i used to be with o2 right mm. and o2 had different they don't do it anymore they're different stand, uh, different levels of customer service. Why? Depending on how much your phone bill was, basically. So I was a gold tier customer service. Uh, I was a gold tier um, O2 customer. So if I called O2, I was never on hold, never. I always got the phone answered to me straight away. Someone would like take my query, and if and I had like a dedicated person who would always be there, like. If uh, like literally over the course of like three or four years, I kind of got to know my my own customer service representative, because they'd have for for O2 Gold customers, they'd literally have like one member of staff for every I think it was 250 customers. So okay. they only so they only answer the phone to those yeah, those yeah, clients, yeah. right? So you were never on hold. You got better service. Put it this way, bruv. I called them up once, and they were like, "Oh, uh, Mr. Houston, do you like music?" I was like, everyone likes music. Yeah. Like, come on now, be specific. They're like, oh, um, we've got some uh, Usher tickets that we're giving away in a competition. Would you be nice. interested? I was like, yeah, yeah, sure, man. Put put me down. She's like, okay, fine. I'll put you on the. I'll put your name down in the list. Obviously, you're not guaranteed to win, but it'd be nice. Bro, I went to see Usher VIP. So I was like seven rows from the front. It was cl- and for for nothing. Okay. It was just like was he, here's one of your perks. This was. It's got to be about seven years ago now. Oh, wow, old, sc- old school tings. I'd take someone else, bruv. Jesus, I've got this guy in show. Do you know what? I'll be honest, bruv. Deep. You, would, you wouldn't have even enjoyed it, to be fair. I really did. I should have flopped. Really? I, was, I walked out I've cussing. I was waiting to see him, actually. I walked out. You, you're glad you didn't. Because it was just after MJ died, right? Right. And he was like, I want to do a tribute to Michael, his big inspiration, obviously, to us all. Because obviously, the way Usher dances, Usher, Neo, and... Uh, Chris Brown, yeah, yeah, them guys, they're all kind of influenced, right? Yeah, definitely. Now, Neo, I saw Neo in concert way, way back, and he did a decent tribute okay. to uh, to MJ. Usher's one was about 
35 seconds. He danced like literally seven seconds to about three or four different songs and that was it. Oh, wow. Little skit, little skit. And uh, yeah, so it, it, he wasn't good. Anyway, off the point, digress. When I was on that level tier customer service, whatever it was with mm-hmm. O2, I'd call them up, tell them I got a cracked screen, lost my phone, whatever. The next day, a courier would be at my door with a brand new phone. And obviously, I was paying for that insurance. I think it was like 20 quid a month. Yeah. But because... I'm one of those people who I it's not like I'm addicted to my phone. Yeah, yeah. I use my phone for work. Yeah. I can't be without a phone. Mm. If I get two phone calls in a day, that could lead to seven, eight, nine hundred pounds. Yeah. What do I want to leave my phone for two weeks for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's yeah. it's just not gonna work. So um so yeah, so back in the day O2 gave me like refurbished phones and stuff once they dropped that gold service customer thing. And I was like, Do you know what? I ain't doing this no more. Mm. Because they gave me a phone that had like three months warranty left on it. Three months and four days after they gave me that phone, it died. Oh, shit. I was like, allow you. So, but yeah. Yeah. So I'll go, digress again. But we'll go back. <laughs> Google. Yeah. I don't know what to do, bruv. And I spoke to you about it. Mm. You gave me some good advice. Yeah, I do. I do. My advice is pretty sound. And you suggested? I suggested a company called Xiaomi. Um, if that is how you pronounce it, X-I-A. Xiaomi. 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 Yeah. Chicken shall me. But they, they, they've re- they brand their UK products as me, M-I. They've got a flagship store in Westfield, London, which is the Shepherd's Bush one. Um, and they've got all sorts of crazy stuff in there. My, um, no, not the bag I've got with me, but my, uh, my work bag's from there. Was it? Like, literally, they've got from electric scooters, hoverboards, kettles, and it's a lot of their stuff like smart kettles. It's all. Oh, okay, that's they've cool. They've got cool. Mass, a load of stuff they're going to be releasing this year and next year definitely going to um a company to to keep an eye on um but yeah they've got a load of phones pretty much across all different like tiers so you're sort of sub 100 100 pounds 200 200 to 300 um and up to maximum like about 500 right but what you're paying for a 500 pound phone from them or for 500 pound phone is equivalent to like an 800 pound samsung or the top or the um 800 pound iphone yeah um, and the phones are pretty good. They're, they're actually um, actually quite innovative. And a lot of, because they haven't really released over here um, to the same sort of scale, they're the ones actually inventing a lot of the technology. So I don't know if you've seen that one where you can put two phones back to back. So say like your phone's on 90%. Wireless charging. On yeah, 20%. yeah. We can put our phones back to back um, and your I can take 20% off your phone if I want it sort of thing. Yeah. So, um, like, they've been doing that for quite a while. I wonder how that technology works, bro. That's mad. Yeah, I'm sure, I haven't even looked into it enough properly. Yeah. But, yeah, so they've got all the features. They've got, I think they're, the, is it the one we were talking about? Was it the K20? Yeah, so I looked up the K20 Pro, which actually only got released, like, the day in China, the day after you spoke to me about it. Okay. So it wasn't even out yet in China. Okay. But I've since had a look online. There's a couple of stores that sell it for like, they do like global delivery or something. Yeah, or yeah. I don't know if they've already got some in the UK because they say they can deliver within a few days. I would definitely check that store for like, because you know, like we have Apple stores. They've now yeah, got a, I, so I don't know what the price is. So, so the thing are. is, that phone isn't released in Europe yet. Okay. Is there a release date? It's, I have no idea. From what I can see, they haven't even... So there, it's out in China. Mm. They haven't even set a release date from for India yet, which is their like second yeah, biggest yeah, market. Is, yeah. So obviously it's going to come out. So in terms of like the specs, right? In fact, let me just double check on the link. Just but, another quick thing on there. Go on. If I'm correct as well, they've got... Or they were the first company to introduce that 27 kilowatts fast charging. 
as well. So when you do, if you do have wireless charging or a mat, um, you can get like 80% charge in something stupid like 10 minutes. Which is pretty clean. It is very um, clean. To be fair as well, the other thing, the so the iPhone battery is like 2,700 milliamp hour, something like that, um, or 3,000 maybe. I can't remember. It's not very high. I'll double check. But the um, the Xiaomi one is a 4,000 milliamp battery. Yeah. Uh, it's On the back, it's got a 48 megapixel, an 8 megapixel, and a 13 megapixel, like three different yeah, cameras. Camera on the back. Yeah, and they're centered down the middle of the phone as well. Yeah. The design of it is actually quite slick. Like slick. It looks almost like a 3D, but it's kind of clear glass yeah, or something. Yeah. It's got the Touch ID in the screen. Yeah. Which is something that I know they've got on the Samsung S10, yeah. And the that's pretty much the only mainstream phone that has that. Obviously, the OnePlus has it as well, yeah. But most people don't know about OnePlus. Mm. Um, and then it's got the Snapdragon 855, which is also the same processor that the Samsung S10, S10 uses. Does, yeah. Um, and the only other thing that it's got that I noticed is actually it doesn't use the normal stock uh, Google Android software. It uses uh, MyUI, which it's is their, their own one, which is yeah. apparently a lot closer to iOS. So if you're thinking about, hmm, maybe I'll do Android, but you're not sure, apparently this okay. one is like a really happy medium okay. where it looks and feels a lot like iOS, but has all the like okay. functionality of... That might be something I'll look into a bit then, because... Um sometimes the customization if they do it nicely and i know that obviously they're a large company yeah um then it's you know it, it, it works quite smoothly and it works quite well but sometimes when they do customizations in fact samsung who are a huge company they're they're, they're um uh android um versions of, that they ship on their phones are pretty shit because they put so much of their own crap on it as well yeah yeah um so if this one is quite sleek i'll have a little play around with it yeah but if you do get a chance to go to westfield mate the, the shop is it's done up nicely yeah it's done up nicely and um all the phones are there to to um to test so i don't know if you notice my in fact you remember we done the christmas mm. um gift yeah yeah and i was talking about the smartwatch that's it's still the same one i've got oh, okay okay so um this is from them and they've got, um, they're talking about obviously, they basically have a container and it just, it's with water bubbling and they just leave it in the water, just saying like waterproof. And they've got oh, a few cool. phones of that. It's a nice little setup. It's a nice little setup. Oh, that's good, man. There. I might have to pop in there because if I look at even the, the specs of it, so they've got, uh, it's, it's got an eight gigabyte option with a 256 gig- gigabytes of memory. Okay. Which is pretty decent. Yeah. I remember, I didn't, I had laptops that didn't have eight gigabytes no, of memory. I know. I know. So what is that about? The, the levels that mobile, like the things mobile phones have nowadays, is yeah. nuts. The only thing that occurred to me as well is like, okay, so Xiaomi are the fourth biggest mm-hmm. uh, mobile phone manufacturer in yeah. the world. Third is Apple. Yeah. So Sec- it's, it's, uh, third is Apple. Second is Huawei, and yeah, first Samsung. is Samsung. Yeah. And then I thought to myself, do you know what? I love that. Isn't it like Qualcomm or whoever? They're actually the biggest manufacturer of phones in the world because they manufacture phones for all of those people. They do, so no, they do the. Um, is it the processors? The but processors. there's there's one company. Oh, Foxconn. Foxconn, that's it. Yeah, there's Foxconn. There's another one as well. Foxconn pretty much manufacture all the phones. Everyone's phones. Yeah. Everyone's phones. But saying that, it's the same as well. Like Samsung do a lot of people's screens. Yeah, because the they iPhone screens are. Yeah. Oh, Samsung, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. And that's the only thing that I, when I switched over to to Google, I was a little bit disappointed. Is that the, 
even though the camera on yeah. the Google phone is better, the screen's not as bright. Right. Just so just to just to think though, because a lot of people I've heard people say, oh, well, Samsung make iPhone screen. That doesn't mean that Samsung have better screens. All it means, all what basically what it is, is they have the processing plants. They have the, the plants mm. to to build these things. Apple give them the spec and they build the spec. That doesn't mean that but they're putting better spec than that in their own phones. Yeah, because exactly. they're obviously Cause they have to weigh up costs and loads of yeah, other stuff. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't mean that their their screens are better. Yeah, but yeah, that's a common misconception. But still, man, I'm I'm not sure what to do. And it's that bad timing as well because yeah. Apple released their newest phone in September. Yeah, this uh, Mi phone is called like the Red Mi P. Uh, K20 Pro whatever. Yeah. That's not even out yet in the UK. So if I do want to order it, I'm going to have to order it from abroad. But when I was looking, I was like, I don't want to sound like a dick, but I'm like, £500 is not much. But for, a f- like, obviously £500 is a lot of money. Yeah. But for a new phone, in today's market, it's not that bad. It's not too bad. It's not bad so a couple of things I, I need to check, because my phone's playing like a moment. I've got an iPhone 7. Battery's not lasting very long. Um, after oh. about three hours from 100%, I'm on like 10%. I wonder what that could be. Software update. <laughs> Could be. Apple um, so I'm just I'm thinking about getting a new phone. Obviously you have a two year contract, right, with your mobile yeah. phone network. So I'm gonna see if I'm covered under warranty because I'm pretty sure my phone is, but the battery isn't. And if that is the case, I'm gonna be fuming and I'm probably just gonna chip from EE after about fifteen years. That's bait. Yeah, if they don't if they don't so I'm gonna try and go to them in a the week. If they don't cover it, I'm just gonna you know what, I'm taking do you know back in the day you actually hooked me up with my first contract phone? Where was that? Was that Voda? Yeah, you're at Voda. Oh, and uh, back in the day. Do you know what? I need to see if you gave me a sick phone number as well, and I don't have that phone number anymore, yeah. right? But I want to try and get it back. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> it was. I'm not even going to say it on air, right? I'm going to see if I can get it back first. I might say yeah. it another day. But basically, I left Vodafone because at the time I even remember I had a Nokia N95. Yeah. And um, on them Nokia's, it like it kept a log of all like your total amount of time spent on the phone. Yeah, yeah. You know the total amount of time you spent in the last at, in the last month or whatever, right? You had a, a log of it. So they Vodafone sent me a bill for I think it was about six hundred pounds. Wow. Now my normal bill was like two hundred and something because wow. I was doing a lot of international calls anyway back yeah. in the day, right? But I was like, why is this one so much more? So I'm looking on my phone bill, right? It's like your connections with El Chapo. And I, yeah, kind of, kind of, a little bit. Uh, so yeah, so uh, so I'm, I'm looking on my phone bill. It's the first time I ever even requested an itemized phone bill. And they took ages to get it to me. And they, by the time they get to me, they're like, yeah, you've got three days left, you've got to pay your bill. And I ended up going into a Vodafone store and I was like, listen, I've got my entire call log on my phone. Right? I can show you how many minutes I've spent on the phone. There's more minutes on this bill then I spent my entire time of owning this phone, which I've had for like four months. Yeah. I was like, this can't be right. So the guy in the shop was like, that's fine, sir. Give me a bill. Give me, point out everything to me. I'll sort it all out. Da, 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 da. So he takes it. And this was when they had a store. I don't know if they still have it, but they had one in Paddington, like on the platform. Yeah. Back in the day. I hate that store. Right. So. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> Bad memories. There you go. Right. So I'll finish it. You tell me what happened. Yeah, yeah. But basically, this guy <laughs> took my phone bill right with everything highlighted all the calls that weren't mine da 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 yeah. next thing i know i was getting a court summons oh shit they were like yeah you didn't pay we're taking you to court i was like what the hell are you doing and i was like do you know what i allow this mm. i'm out i paid the bill 
I said, fuck you, you ain't getting another penny out of me, I'm gone. Yeah. Which is mad. Yeah. Because I was spending 200 and something quid a month with them every month. And very dependent, they're like fourth. They're from, at that time, they were number one network, they're like fourth now. Yeah. Do you know what's funny as well? Place. When I first started working in banking, I was working in Chiswick, mm. and one of the first customers, so like, you have to do this training period where you'll sit with like a senior financial advisor. Yeah. And they will interview clients with you first you'll just watch them and then you'll like take client interviews and stuff and they'll if you say anything stupid they'll they'll slap you upside the back of your head and reassure the client that we're not going to do nothing stupid with the money one of the first guys that i interviewed was actually a um a solicitor for vodafone and i was like oh is it do you know what man i hate vodafone i had a little bitch right and he's like do you know what that situation you're telling him about I've heard that it's happened to at least 50 other people and that's just me. I was like, what? He goes, yeah, like we've settled so many disputes out of court because Vodafone, like they just keep messing up people's bills. And I was like, the way that they tried to say, explain it to me was, it's done based on your IEMI number. There's no way it can be a mistake. Those are your calls. You've made them. You're paying for it. Right. And then this guy who's their solicitor tells me, actually, they balls it up all the time. And and we we end up paying compensation to a lot of people. Did you bring like, it up again? No, man, I didn't bring it up again. No. I should have. Anyway, what happened to you at this Vodafone no, oh, long story. Basically, I had a good good uh, a good run at Vodafone. Now everyone knows that a lot of people worked in phones back in the day, and every so often you come across little scams. And um, I don't even want to go into it because there could be legal implications. <laughs> no, <I was laughs> basically, I was busted at the Vodafone store in. Oh, you had a little side hustle on, yeah? I had a little side hustle. And it got blown apart from... So they didn't even catch what happened. I, I went into that store to try and do the thing. And um, the manager there must have, for some reason... Like, I had been running this for time. <laughs> but for some reason, he must have just checked some details. He had no reason checking on my account. And he was... he was, um, And then he just said, oh, sorry, the system's down. I can't like process anything so I was like cool but I felt something fishy went back to work the next day checked on the account and he had flipping marked it and I was like got security in and all this oh. shit and the thing was security didn't come for about three months so every day I was in work I was just there shitting it shitting oh, it, shitting it. but then after about after about three weeks I was like it's, I know it's coming sooner or later so I was just hustle 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 hustle, hustle. I took up the hustle game Eventually, it all come down, all came down. Down, down. Yeah. Do you know what? Not to digress too much. So I'm on these... to another phone shop and done the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Not to digress on these yeah. side hustles too much, yeah. But there was, um, I had I had a little hustle that I used to do when I was running pubs, mm. and it started off because the pub company I was working for, when you cash up at the end of the night, there's no way of logging that there's money missing out the till. So if there is money missing out of the till, you have to make it up out of your own pocket. Yeah, yeah. So what I used to do was I'd go to the off-license, buy a bottle of vodka, and then every time someone ordered a shot of vodka through, like, when I was working behind the bar, I wouldn't ring it through the till. So it's not missing through stock, and it's not missing through, through cash. I just ended up with more cash. And then I'd use that to obviously plug the gap should anyone like have their till short yeah, yeah. or if I need to go on a night out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I had that one. That was cool. Um, and then, so, okay. So back in the day, I was working at B&Q, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can tell this one because this one, someone got busted <laughs> for it. So basically, 
it got to the point I had all kinds of side hustle going, right? Yeah. Nothing really much for myself, but if someone came in, they wanted a bit of discount, I knew how to get them a discount when the system would say no. Okay. Right? I could I could literally be like, fuck you, system. This is my house, <laughs> my rules, my goals. We're doing this. So, and even, uh, and the, the security there was so bad. Like, I knew colleagues of mine who would walk customers out of the store with products, right? That, like, why are you walking them out of the store with products? Oh, wow. Uh, there was just, no, just... And, and the security would just be like, what's going on? But like, oh, I'm just walking them out. They got this thing. So they you tell them what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it'd be like, well, why are you walking? Oh, they came to re- exchange this one with another one. Oh, okay. No one checked nothing, right? Yeah, it's yeah. stupid. So this guy comes to me. He's like, Lewis, man, I know you know some shit. Okay. I need to, I need to get some money. Right? I need to do something. Yeah. So I was like, man, I don't know what you could do. I was sitting there thinking about it. He was working on a returns desk. So I go to him, do you know what? If you memorize like a long like a, a barcode for a product, what you could do is when someone comes in, so I'm giving you guys all the secrets now. <laughs> you could be like, all right, hold on one second, sir. Key in the barcode for this product. Let's say it's a drill or something worth 100 quid. Refund it. Issue a credit note. Yeah. Right. Credit note prints out. You serve the client that's there, and then they go off. So on camera, it looks like you've just served a customer because you're always on camera, right? Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, you've got this credit note. Now, normally you go throw the credit notes in the bin, but it's easy enough to pocket and whatever. And then he'd sell the credit notes. Oh. All I said to this guy was, listen, bruv, you gotta be smart, yeah? Don't do it too often. Once every couple of weeks, don't be a dick. And also, don't never, 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 never buy anything with those credit notes. You can't issue a credit note to a customer and then spend that credit note yourself. Yeah. <laughs> right? He's like, all right, cool, cool, no problem. Yeah. Next thing I know, he's been running, printing out like four or five different credit <laughs> notes in a day, in a day. Right? Next thing I know, he's getting called into security, right? And the security guy's like, so, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. Oh dear, I'm fucking, we'll, we'll beep out that name. So, anyway, they were like, oi. <laughs> Mate, <laughs> can you come into the office, please? Because yeah, she's like, so uh, you serve this this guy? Cause, yeah, yeah. Because you you issued him a credit note and stuff. It's like yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, what what's up? Because oh, it's just it's just a bit weird. Like when he got to the till, he paid with cash. So what do you mean? Because well, he got he, he got a credit note from you. He went shopping, <laughs> and then he didn't use the credit note. Paid with cash. He's like, hmm, all right. Well, I don't know. Maybe. He just didn't want to use a credit note yet. I don't know. Yeah. Like, what's a, it's not for me to say how he wants to spend his money, is it? This guy's like, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. All right, never mind. Sorry, it's just it's just bugging me. He's like, yeah, no worries, man. So he went off for his lunch. Next thing, like, he comes back off his lunch. He gets a little tannoy call. He says, uh, mate. <laughs> <laughs> not dropping any names again. McMatey. Uh, yes, yeah, it. McMatey. So, matey goes down. Back to the to security office. Oh, what the fuck's going on? Because I'm just curious. Uh, about an hour after this guy used cash to pay for his transaction, it's just the damnedest thing. You used the credit note that you issued to him. Oh shit! 
to buy some tools. It's like, me and your boy was like, yeah, I've got an explanation for that. Right, now bear in mind, like the store manager sitting in the security office at this point, he knows he's fucked, right? Oh, so no. he goes, yeah, what's your explanation for that? He goes, yeah, basically the explanation is I quit. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah. And he goes, he goes, he's like, straight up, I'm going to go unpack my locker now. <laughs> If y'all want to do anything, you need to move quick. <laughs> but you know what was messed up? What was really messed up, right? Was that on top of this, on top of this, my man, I don't know what happened. They put, like for weeks at a time, randomly, they pull him off and they'd be like, all right, we've got all this stuff. We want you to like mark it down to just get rid of it. It's all like clearance stock, yeah? He was like, oh, is it? Cool, cool, cool. Because it, it, it happened like, it started to happen quite regularly. Yeah. He'd call his mates up and be like, listen, bruv, you need to come <laughs> in and buy some gear. He's like, what am I buying? He's like, whatever I tell you to. I'll give you the money later or I'll give you a credit note <laughs> for it. <laughs> so he was getting his mates to come in, use credit notes to buy shit that he'd marked down to pennies. He's fucking selling it or something. He had the ultimate side hustle and he fucked it. He done messed up. I quit. <laughs> oh, it was mad. It was mad. But I give him props though, because yeah, just yeah. he he did like a just he just balled out. He's like, yeah, so I quit. <laughs> what are you saying now? <laughs> They're like, you can't quit. You're not the boss of me. I just quit. <laughs> I'm out. It's like shit. Oh, shit. Do you know what I wonder though? What? The one thing I never asked the guy, whether or not he got like because. I remember him saying like a few days before that he hadn't taken any holiday yet that year. Yeah. I was wondering if they give him his holiday pay, innit? Yeah. <laughs> they might be like, damn it, we kind of have to. What's the worst, have you ever, what's the worst, have you ever quit? If like in a spectacular fashion like that? Do you know what? Uh, not really. Like, I, I've given notice everywhere. Mm. I did have a, I had a messed up job interview once though. Yeah. So I went, for, I went to go work for this, uh, I went for an interview at this company in High Wycombe. And they did, uh, they were selling like, I think it was uh, voice over internet protocol software, stuff like that or yeah, something. Yeah. So I walk in, right, and I'm, I'm sat down. This guy comes over and he's like, uh, Lewis? I say, yeah. And he goes, all right, just come with me. So I follow this guy. We sit down at this conference table and it's like 15 feet long. I'm sat at one end. He's sat at the other. And he's like, right, so Lewis, so I'm just looking through your CV. Yeah, 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 cool, cool. So I'm just going to ask you some questions. Da, da, da. At this point, I'm sitting there going, I don't know who the fuck this guy is, right? <laughs> didn't introduce himself, yeah, yeah. didn't tell me his name, what he does here, nothing, right? I've got no idea who he is. And he goes, uh, so um, I just want to run a little scenario through and just, just see how you get on. You want to role play this out? I was like, okay. He goes, oh, but before I do, tell me a joke. I was like, sorry, what? He goes, just tell me a joke, isn't it? You, you, you must know some jokes. Everyone knows a joke. I was like, to be honest, mate, I used to work in pubs. Most of the jokes I know, I wouldn't really repeat them in front of you. He goes, no, no, go on, give us a joke. So I, I basically told him this like English Irish Scotsman joke. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically about I'll I'll make it short and sweet. Yeah. Three builders on a construction site bitching about the lunch they get every day. Yeah. And they make a pact that if they get the same fucking lunch the next day, because they've been getting the same lunch for ten years, they're gonna off themselves, jump off the fucking construction site. At the funeral of these three guys. The Englishman and the Scotsman, their wives, they're sitting there crying, going, I wish I never made them the same fucking lunch every day. Just a bit of variety would have saved them. The Irish guy's wife sat there and went, he made his own fucking lunch. <laughs> <laughs> right? 
right, here you go, right? It's not a bad joke. It's not a bad joke, right? Guy did not laugh, right? Didn't even blink. Okay. So, all right, fine. At this point, I'm feeling a bit awkward. Yeah. And he goes, uh, he goes. anyway, so this uh, this scenario we're going to do, after brushing off my joke, he goes, um, he goes, yeah, so I basically, I'm a hotel and I need some ashtrays. And I was like, all right. So I try going through the sales pitch thing with the guy, yeah, like trying to say, you know, we do the quality service, so what is he looking for? And he's being a dick client, right? So he's like, uh, I'm just like, do you know what? I know what you're doing, and I'm not playing along with it because I don't like it. I don't know who you are. You didn't laugh at my joke. You're pissing me (laughs) off. So he went, so he went, so uh, so what kind of the deal are you going to do for me on these these ashtrays? I said, just just wanted to confirm. You're a you're a hotel, right? He goes, yeah, yeah. Because obviously open to the public, right? He goes, yeah, yeah. He goes, well, I, you know, I'm 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 really trying to do the best thing for you. So what I'm going to do is I'm not going to sell you any ashtrays. He's like, so what do you mean? I goes, well, it's illegal to smoke in in <laughs> hotels, and you've asked for one for every room. You're not allowed to smoke in hotel rooms anymore. So uh, I I don't want to waste your time and your money, sir. <laughs> so so he was like, at this point, he got a bit pissed off, right? Anyway, so he worked around it, whatever. I think we went through some other scenario or something. And he's like, just uh, one more thing, Lewis. Uh, could you just stand up where you are? I was like, all right. And he got me to do some little things on his whiteboard or whatever. And he goes, oh, and uh, could you sing me a song? What? I was like, sorry? He goes, you sing me a song? I was like, nah. I'm, I'm not going to sing. He's like, don't you want a job? I goes, I do want a job, but I don't want a job here. <laughs> and I started to walk out, right? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, so where are you going? I was like, well, I'm going home. He's like, well, don't you, don't you want a job? I was like, mate, I don't even know who the fuck you are. I've been sat here for 20 minutes. I don't even know your name, right? I don't know what you do. You can be the cleaner pulling my leg. He's like, no, no, no. I'm just, And he basically tried to explain to me that they tried to make candidates feel awkward, uncomfortable during the interview process because yeah. oftentimes in the sales industry that they do, they might be faced with a similar situation and they want to see how people react under pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, listen, bruv, that's absolutely fine. But you're a dickhead. <laughs> I went from being very professional to being very ghetto yeah, in like yeah. a minute. I was like, you're a dickhead, bruv. Don't, nah, nah. Right? Don't even try and dig yourself. I want to punch you right now. Yeah. I'm leaving. Yeah. Right? It's fine. You can get some other mug to come and work for you. Yeah. I'm, that's not me. Really? So yeah, but I haven't, I haven't ever quit anywhere spectacularly. But that was my weirdest interview I've ever The weirdest before. interview I, I had. So it was this third party company that used to sell Sky TV. Like door to door knocking. Okay. And then they advertised as like some marketing thing and all of this. It was like quite glamorous how they, how yeah, they yeah. advertised it. Anyway, so I've applied, I've gone along and it was really weird because I don't know what happened, but we were getting a presentation and I just felt a bit hazy <laughs> and I literally collapsed. I'm just, nah. I'm standing there and I'm just... <laughs> he just dropped. Over. I woke up, like hitting the floor and then like that kind of woke me up and I was just like... Shit, what the heck just happened? And then I was like, oh, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Went and sat down for a little bit. Went to the toilet, they got me a bit, they got me some water. Um, all went well, and I was just thinking, oh, shit, well, I'm not getting this. Um, no, you're they, they you're a liability, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> then they took you into the, like, separate room afterwards and sort of interview you. They'll be very like, anyway, I'm normally right in interview, smashed it, I've got the job. Okay. So call me back for the first day, and then, you know, obviously, these sales are always talking about their OTEs, like the on-target earnings, what you can get. Yeah. So this person who does this, this person who's this manager, he gets this much. So walking around, must have gone to the first door and there was a, um, so I'm with now a manager 
who I've just been told earned X amount of money. And um, we're walking with him and he's just gone to me. There was a flipping Hyundai Coupe in the right. driveway. In the, dri- in the driveway. And um, he's gone to me, oh, I'd love one of those. That's the car I'm like, drive. And I was like, motherfucker, you ain't balling if that's your dream car. Do you know what I mean? I was like, how much money are you really earning? Because I, I don't want to, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, it's a sales job. You can, it's like, what sort it? of thing. I was like, how are you trying to sit here telling me, like, preaching all this stuff about earning X amount of money in my own target? And if I just get six a day, then I get this bonus and such and such and such. And then we're walking past like a five, kind of, at least five years old Hyundai Coupe, and you're praying for it. Praying for it. I'm like, what's going on here? Oh, man. And he just kind of came clean. <laughs> Oh, dear. And he just, he was just like, yeah, it's quite tough. Like, the, 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 you don't earn this much. This is how much. And he just started, and I was just like, you know what, mate? I'm Ma. done. Like, yeah, this ain't me. Yeah, this ain't me. Do you know what? I, I went to, I went to this interview once. It was, at, their offices were at London Bridge, right? Mm. And it messed me up. It was a similar thing. Like, these guys were going around to businesses and I they were like trying to sell these vouchers and it was like a, a voucher for, let's say like a beauty treatment or something. Was, and they were like only, it was like, yeah, yeah, it's only for the staff that work in this particular store. Yeah. This particular franchise or store or whatever, yeah. right? They were like, it's exclusive offer just for you guys. It's normally this much, it's worth this much. Da, da, da. And, um, and I was walking around with this guy, like all around, we were walking all day, right? So... I'm I'm looking at it and I'm like, Geezer, you've got attached on the back of this is like free entry into all these nightclubs. He's like, well, yeah, but that's like a secondary thing. Because no, 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 bro, you're selling it all wrong. So I was like, I was like, listen, I know obviously I don't, just, just let me do the next one. He's like, no, no, you can't, you can't. I was like, no, just let me do the next one. He's like, no, right? You're not doing the next one. You're not, you're literally, you're here for your job interview. Yeah, yeah. You're just here to watch. I was like, all right, fine. So we go into this shop. I can't remember what it was. Or I think it was an office, actually. And he's, like, trying to chat to the staff. He's got them all there. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And he's like, so, you know, there's this, 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 this. And it's all for a great price. It's only £150. Da, 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 da. Who's interested? Everyone starts to walk away, right? They're all like, nah, not interested. Cool. Yeah. And I goes, by the way, you get free entry to this nightclub and this nightclub. You get da, 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 with it. And about four people turned back and went, Oh, is it? Tell me about that. Da, da, da. Yeah, yeah. And we sold to all four of them. Okay. Right? So I literally, I looked at the guy. I was like, you're real good. You know that, bruv. <laughs> <laughs> you got skills. We went back to the office. Yeah. And the, this woman, she's like probably the same age as me, maybe a year older. Yeah. I was like 21, 22 at the time. And she, she's got my CV in her hand. And she doesn't even look at it. She just goes, so where did you get your degree? And I went, I don't have a degree. I didn't go to uni. And she went, okay. And without looking down, she drew in like this oh, thick shit. black pen, no degree, across the front of my CV, underlined it twice, and then done an exclamation mark. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, I ain't getting shit. I ain't getting this job. Go through to the interview, chatting to them, seemed to like me, said, so we'd like to offer you the job. I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Because I was a bit messed up after the whole no degree debacle. Yeah, yeah. And then I go, so uh, I go, that's that's great. Thank you very much. Uh, I said, look, there's there's just one thing no one's really brought up, which is actually like, well, you get paid. Uh, and that's obviously quite important. I actually don't live in London, so I'll be commuting in. Yeah. Money's quite important. He goes, yeah, yeah. So basically, um, this job's 100% commission-based. I was like, all right. 
so so what and then yeah your salary is zero and obviously you get commission on your sales i was like so how much commission on each sale they were like 25 pound so i was like okay so this guy who i went around with all day he sold four those are the four that i got him (laughs) right he made a hundred pound for walking about twenty five thousand steps right that ain't worth it in my opinion and they goes yeah yeah you get paid daily i was like what I was like, mate, I could have a shit day. I won't even have enough money to get the train home. <laughs> I'll be sleeping in the office. Yeah. I was like, I am out. Shit. There's so many of those jobs, yeah, man. Yeah, you got to yeah. think about it. Yeah. And they had so many people working yeah. for them. Yeah, I think that was similar to this to this, to this Sky one as well. I, don't, I, can't, I, I think there was a basic, but it was really shit. It was a stupid basic and everything else was commission. Um, and then you get your, when you work your out, you get your Hyundai Coupe. Mate. Um, the only other one I'd say is... Um, name them sports direct but they were called sports soccer at the time i think or sport and ski yeah yeah. and um had an interview got the job tom start like saturday 6 a.m some crazy early start i lived quite close to it so i was like oh man but i've done it got there got there no one knew who i was right the manager who interviewed me wasn't in until like 11 or something right right no one knew who I was. No one knew I was starting. So I was like, what? So then they're rushing around. So some random dude's rushing around. He's like, oh, okay, well, like, I could have just made I could have just walked up. So he's got me a top. There's no one to train me. No one to do anything. So now I'm on the floor. So I'm like, look, someone needs to show me what I'm doing. So someone's like, okay, follow that person. Started following some random person. And let's be real. Nah, I don't need to go there. <laughs> <laughs> but I was following someone who weren't the best trainer. Let's just of say. Course. Let's just say. Barely yeah. knew what they were doing themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so um, anyway, I got to, you know that you know when you go in there and they've all got walkie-talkies and they're all like... So basically, what's happened? Someone's tapped this person who I'm training. Like, I'm on the, on, on the, on the shop floor. It's now about 10 o'clock, Saturday... It's getting busy. I'm on the shop floor. The person I'm training, I'm, I just look like normal staff. The person I'm training has got tapped by another staff member, had to go off. He's given me his walkie-talkie, plus about two other pairs of shoes to hold. So now I'm standing there. I don't know where nothing is. And now I've started to get other people asking me questions. So... Other people like customers no, or so staff? customers are now asking me questions. I'm just standing here like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with these shoes. I don't even know how to use this walkie-talkie. And then the walkie-talkies go, and then another staff member's come over to me and gone, mate, you have to answer the walkie-talkie, but I think, and I was just like, I was just getting frazzled. <laughs> like, I didn't know what the heck I was doing. It got to lunchtime, and I was just like, oh, I need a break, I just need a break. I still, and eventually the guy did come back and he just quickly helped me, but I was just like, I need a break, I need a break. Got to lunchtime, and I was just like, fuck it, I'm not coming back. <laughs> I just bounced on my lunch break. Oh, my dear. I literally lasted half a day. Oh dear, I, man. Just, I was like, I can't work in that environment. That's demanding it. Yeah, I just like, that is not for me. That is just not for me. I didn't know what was going on. And for all I know, like none of those people, I did keep my sports soccer top, <laughs> and <track laughs> I got given. but none of the people there um, even knew whether I was working or what was going on. Lo and behold, as I said, the manager came about about 11 right so he did he did like chat to me briefly obviously he's like probably after lunch time he's like where's the new kid yeah didn't see him again um but kept trying to like curve it when i was in the high street <laughs> kept trying to avoid it i bumped into him right a few days later and he goes to me 
he goes to me he kind of caught me I was like, you know when you just feel like proper embarrassed I was like yeah. shit and he goes to me yeah we're going to need the uh, the top and the tracksuit bottoms back I was like okay I'm going to need my pay for those uh, four hours I've done yeah. so, but he actually done it he actually got my pay it must have what about 20 quid and I, and I took back the uh, tracksuit oh, bottoms of that yeah did you not say like what happened and then you go listen bruv you're a dick (laughs) you can't employ someone and then do that to him he did he said he's like oh like what happened you just think and I was like in my head I was like what's what's gonna be my excuse like oh I felt ill this that and I was just like no because I didn't come back the next day (laughs) yeah and I was just like mate I didn't know what the heck was going on you weren't there no one you were supposed to start I was given a thousand things it just wasn't somewhere I needed to work yeah yeah. Um, my situation obviously do you know what wasn't that dire I so I, I I I took a job that didn't even last that long. <laughs> so when I left banking, mm. I was looking around for jobs. I applied for this job. Uh, so so my my way of looking for a job. Now bear in mind, when I when I handed in my notice with the bank I was working at, I had never even for a day been unemployed in my life. Mm. Right, I'd always worked, and I was a bit. I'd kind of got to this point with banking where I was like, Do you know, what? I've I've just had enough. I'm getting mugged off. I'm working my ass off. I was missing out on my taekwondo and stuff. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. So I just handed in my notice. I didn't have a plan as to what I was going to do. Luckily, they kind of asked me to work a little bit longer. Normally, they put you on gardening leave from day one, but they knew I was leaving the industry, so they didn't really care. Yeah, yeah. So they asked me to stay on a little bit longer, and I ended up seeing it out till like Christmas, and then I just had like a longer Christmas break, and then I was like trying to make sure I started something in the new year. Yeah. So the day after I handed in my notice, I got a, got contacted asking me to come and attend an interview. But the way I was applying for jobs, like I'd go on to Reed or wherever these uh, companies are, yeah. and I wouldn't even look at the job description. I'd just look at the pay. Right. As long as the pay kind of matched what I was like looking to earn, yeah, yeah. I'd just apply for it. I'd just attach my CV, hit send. I wouldn't do a cover letter, nothing. Yeah. I'd send off 50 applications in a day, see what comes back. So... Did that, got invited to this interview in Reading uh, for this company. And it was weird. It turned out someone that I knew was working there. Okay. And because there was a similar thing, like they're like, look, the, the basic is this much, but there's an OT so much higher. So I was chatting to my mate. I'm like, listen, yeah. no no BS. Like, what's the actual OT? What, what are people realistically earning? He's like, nah, mate, if you're good, there are a couple of people in the office that are on like 150 to 200 grand. Okay. But they're the top end guys. Like yeah, it depends yeah. on how good you are. Yeah. I was like, motherfucker, I was one of the top three in the whole banking group, bitch. I would destroy this game. This is nothing. I ain't selling investments. It's getting people jobs. Yeah. So I was like, all right, cool, cool, cool. So I went for my first interview. And at the end of the interview, they're like, oh, have you got any questions? Anything you like discussed? I said, yeah. I said, look, obviously, like it, it sounds like I'll be a good fit or this. You know, it sounds like you guys are a nice working environment and that goes but there's only one thing I was like obviously you you see the job that I'm leaving I've built myself up to afford a certain lifestyle yeah and if I'm going to take a job for you guys you're going to spend a certain amount of time training me and in that interim gap if I want to maintain my lifestyle I'm going to have to use my savings to sustain myself because you guys aren't going to pay me enough yeah and they were like oh okay hmm so, so, and then I finished like they were just like so what yeah. and I went so what I'm going to need you to do is pay me more <laughs> if you are interested in employing me and they were like well how much more and I was like double what you're offering <laughs> and they went what like are you serious I said yeah I'm deadly serious like if you want 
I'm like that can just be why you're training me. Once yeah. I'm up and running, you can put me back. Whatever is fine, but I can't earn less than this amount. Yeah, yeah. No, like okay, we'll take that on board. Thank you. I was like, cool, cool, cool. So I left, got a phone call like two days later. Called me back in for another another interview. My second interview was with the board of directors for the company. Yeah, they were like, we're really keen, da da da. But what you're asking for is a big demand, so we want to make sure. I was like, all right, cool, cool. Now through this time, I'm dealing. With, I was chatting to this girl, who was like, she she was like so excited that she had found me. Right, she's like, because I literally had emails from the the CEO of the bank that I was working for, yeah. thanking me for what I was doing there. Like I was bringing in numbers, right? Yeah, so yeah. she was like, oh, you're gonna be so sick. So I was, show, I was showing them the email, showing them all my sales figures, yada, yada, yada. They're yeah. like, you're the man. So like, cool, cool, cool. So I go through my interview and then I get home and then I get a call from this girl. She's like, Lewis, you smashed the interview. Congratulations. Here's a job if you want it. I said, thank you very much. I'll take the job. <laughs> like, cool. In the interim, I got, offered, I got offered this opportunity to take over running this guy's taekwondo club. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So I've gone to look at his club He's sitting there going, he's got 150 students. I turn up and he's got about 15, oh, maybe 20 or something tops. And he's asking for X amount of money. And I was like, mate, the maximum I'll give you is like a third or a quarter of what you've asked for. I can't remember. Yeah. I was like, unless you can, like all these extra students you're saying you've got and you've got all these bits of paper with people's names on them. If you get those people to turn up to class in the next month or so, yeah. then by all means, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll pay you what you asked for. Yeah. So that guy was full of shit. But I kind of looked at it and said, look, he's got a certain number of students who I feel bad that their journey will end when this guy emigrates. Yeah, so yeah. I will take over his club and I'll build it up and yada, yada. So I make the decision to do that. And then I'm sitting there going, how do I tell these people I don't want a job? <laughs> she, do you know what I did? What I didn't turn up for my first day. <laughs> <laughs> I got a phone call. They got the message. Oh, dude. <laughs> I got I got a voicemail. Oh, this girl, she was like, "Hi, Lewis. Um, obviously, we were actually because it was like uh, the first day back in the new year, right? Yeah. And um, she was like, she was like, obviously, we said that we were moving offices. We moved to this. They, you know, there's that massive building in uh, yeah. in Reading, the one with the weird kind of spire Pointy, thing at the top. Of, yeah. They were oh, moving to there. They had like two floors of that building okay. or something. So they were like, yeah, yeah. Obviously, we did tell you we're moving, but just to be sure, this is our address. You might be looking for a da da da." And then I was, this was like half nine, isn't it? I was supposed to be there half an hour ago. I was like, I called her back. I was like, I'm really sorry. <laughs> but something's come up personal. I, I can't take the job today. She's oh, like, shit. what? I was like, yeah, man, I'm bait. I'm so sorry. So yeah, man, I didn't even, I didn't even turn up. I got off. But the thing is, I was, I was chatting to, to my wife. She wasn't my wife at the time, but I was chatting to her. And um, she was like, do you know what? You could go and do this job and you'd be really good at it. And yeah, you get earn 100, 150, 200 grand a year. But you'd only do it for a year. You'd leave. You'd hate it. Yeah. It's like you'd be doing zero taekwondo and you don't really care about anything else. At the time, she's like, I know you don't care about me. You just care about taekwondo. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> so yeah, she's like, look, think about it. You're going to do this for six months to a year tops and you're going to be like, screw this. I want to go training. Yeah, yeah. So so at least if you do this, the, the newer option... You know, you can just train all the time. Yeah. I was like, all right, yeah. cool. So yeah, so that, that worked out better, man. But yeah, that's we're bait, bruv. I, <laughs> I, 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 I work 
half you lot listening like these mother brother what the hell but you know at the same time though i do think you know like having the ability to quit uh, having the ability to quit is almost like nah, i'm saying it's, it wrong because nah, nah, sometimes I'm, quitting's harder than yeah staying. yeah do you see what i mean do you know what when i was working at bnq yeah that was the problem right yeah because being basically bnq for retail paid really well yeah because although like they were paying pretty much the same as everyone else i was working in slough but i was getting like a two pound fifty area allowance on top of yeah. the, the hourly yeah. pay plus they give you six and a half weeks paid leave which is sick yeah that's very for good. shift work right yeah. and the, the shift works like seven till four okay so you get out you still got the whole day ahead yeah, yeah. right it's cool or if you're on a late it's like 12 30 till nine so you've got the whole morning to yourself and you go yeah, to work yeah. right so the main thing was they let me take time off whenever I wanted because I told them in my interview that I'll travel for Taekwondo and this yeah. and that, whatever. So they, and they gave me good shifts and they paid me enough money to get by. And I was just in a trap. I should have worked there for a year tops. I was there for like five years. And it was just because I was like, they paid me enough to get, they paid me enough to get by and they worked me hard enough to keep me busy enough to not have the time or the inclination to look for something else. Yeah, yeah. And that's the trap a lot of people get stuck it in. Is. Yeah. It's like, oh, I really need to get out of this job, but it's not that bad. It's like, if they halved your pay, you'd leave that job tomorrow. Yeah. And you'd find a better paying job yeah. than you were on initially. It sometimes it's, sometimes it's like, maybe to, maybe a better way to say it and the way you hear it, sort of hear it more than motivational people is, is when they're talking about failure. Yeah, but actually, it's not the same as it quitting. No, it's not. No, it's not really the same. If you sometimes it's 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 like quitting is the brave option. Yeah, you need to put yourself in that position where you're desperate. Yeah. So that you can actually get something better than you were before. But, and that's the thing. I if I see someone, they're like, oh, you know, I need to change my job. You know, and I'm like, how long have you felt like you need to change your job for? They're like, oh, probably about a year now. I'm like, right, you need to quit. Just quit your job. Like, no, no, I can't do that. Listen, I guarantee you, you've applied for less than 10 jobs in the last month. Yeah, true. Like, yeah, probably. All right. Well, if you quit your job tomorrow, I guarantee you, you'll apply for 10 jobs in the next week. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. You know, you, yeah. you get your hustle on. Like, you need to find them gears, isn't it? And if you're, if you're getting home and you're like, oh, I'm so tired from work. I can't be bothered. Da, da. That's the trap. Yeah. That's the yeah, trap we get true. stuck in, man. Yeah. But um, have you ever had the... Have you ever had any like uh, confrontational situations at work where you're like, something's about to say? Oh gosh, you know what? Okay, so working in phone shops, particularly when I worked in car phone warehouse, right? Working in working in phone shops, the interesting thing about it is you're dealing with everyone. Oh yeah. Nowadays, everyone has a phone, right? So it could be someone who's and there's only a certain amount of phones, right? Like the top phone is the iPhone or get or a Samsung Galaxy. Everyone can, not everyone, but most people can afford that. It's one of the, it's one of the few things where most people have the, the top end. Yeah, because right? it's only 30 quid a month. It's not exactly. a thousand pounds. Yeah, exactly. It's 30 quid a month, isn't it? So you would get business people coming in. You'll get, like that phone meant different things to different people. So I'd have someone come in and go, I earn this much money a year and you're doing da 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 and there was times, and then, uh, I mean, when you're there for a long time, like, you've dealt with everyone. Yeah. So you're just kind of, yeah, I know what you're going to say. Okay, okay, yeah, cool. But it's water damage, mate, nothing I could do about it. <laughs> and it, there were so many situations where people did get confrontation. Oh, I spend this amount of money, I want this, I want that. 
and ultimately you're like you're human you're you're you don't care about the job you're there well this is my circumstance anyway i'm there while i'm at uni um i'm being an arrogant dickhead thinking well i'm only here for a little while when i go to, once i finish uni like a lot of um people um, working part-time and stuff are doing like while while they're at university and stuff like that um we used to get this guy and I remember one time, so two particular situations. One, this guy came in ranting and raving, ranting and raving. And I'm just standing there. And um, he's carrying on, he's picked up the monitor, he slammed it back down. And I'm just letting him carry on. And he just lost all credibility because he carried on. Um, and his um, fake teeth came flying out of his mouth and landed over the, on the shop side of us. So at that point, he just felt super embarrassed. And he was like, oh, uh, could you pass me them? He was like, hell no. Oh, Come mate. around here and pick them up. So he did. After that, he's just lost any sort of... Mate, you need to leave now. <laughs> yeah, Go wash of... your mouth out. <laughs> wash it. up this your teeth, it. boy. Um, so another time... Oh, that escaped, bro. That is I wish we had video, man. Yeah, My face, I was like, what the what? Yeah. So another time, this guy um, actually like shoved me. <sighs> So he was arguing with another guy, and this guy, like nice guy, like big guy, but he was he was fair, he was fairly new, and he was um, he was just really timid, yeah. And he just started going on it and going on it and going on it. Him. So I've, I've I've gone over and intervened. I'm like, look, I'm gonna have to ask you to leave the shop. You know, you don't speak to people like that, whatever. So as he's coming out, he just proper shoulder bars me. So at this point, I've just gone outside, and. Um, He's just got stood out of the phone, just got straight on his phone and to obviously sort of rant and rave. And I've just tapped him on the shoulder and I'm like, I'm outside work now, mate. Push me again. And uh, he just got, what? What? And just kind of got this flabbergasted look on his face. <laughs> I've just got, look, I'm telling you, put your phone away and go. I do not want to see you outside of this shop. He, had, he actually had worked it for UPS. So he had actually parked up his, I didn't notice at this time, he actually parked up his van on the other, he got in his van in such a panic, he reversed straight into a bollard, went straight forward, straight into another bollard. Oh, <laughs> like literally dear. under the 3.10, just hitting his car at every side. Um, but there was a couple of times where, I, when people, like I took people outside, when they started revving up too much, and I was just like, look, I'm outside of work now, you just don't, don't like, don't think that counter in front of, in between us makes us a different person, because if you saw me on the street, you're not going to speak to me like that. So, and then once, you, once you're in that situation, yes, recall, one person, oh, oh, I swear, I know you're not supposed to snitch. <laughs> this guy's been a dickhead and he was a serial dickhead. Right? So, um, oh, this is, this, this, this He's was a funny. serial dickhead. This was funny, right? Multiple felonies <laughs> on his record. <laughs> this was funny. So the guy come in and he's going on, he um, pays you go and whatever happened. Oh, he's a pays you go <laughs> prick. Pays you go customer as well. <laughs> Phone shop, you seen him, bruv. Yeah, yeah. So, so we used to have this thing what was it? F in F D. So if if we knew someone like a repeat customer, they might just come in and ask bare questions about the latest phone. Like we'd walk past and we'll go F T W, and there'll be other little code just basement fucking time waster. So yeah. if I was dealing with him and he's showing he's picking up the latest phone and I'm thinking oh I've got to sell, but they know he's a time waster, they'll just go F T W or they'll just go on my keyboard and say sorry Denny, can I just think and I'll just type F T W. So yeah, yeah, very yeah. quickly, I'm going to try and dismiss him. It's not yeah. good, but these are just behind the scenes yeah. practices. And then there's, there's this repeat felon. Repeat, serial dickhead. <laughs> and he come in, and I've come in after he's been in the shop. Because I've, I've had words with him before at this point, right? Right. So I've come in, I've gone, what's going on? And he's kind of calmed down a little bit. 
but I've seen as like obviously I've asked what's going on, so I'm seeing him getting angry. I've seen him leaning over, like pointing at someone, getting all. So I've gone, mate. Look, come outside. Not gonna think. So before I've done that, um, say like someone, someone's behind the counter dealing with him. I've gone. Um, I've gone. Uh, I basically press the security. I've gone round the court without the thing, and I press the security button. Right. So this basically within a certain amount of time, the police are gonna come and um, grab okay. him. Okay. So I basically, but I haven't, obviously he doesn't know. So I've gone, mate, let's just go outside. I could have just told him to get away and kill him or whatever. I'm just like, oh, I can't be honest with this guy. One morning, so I've taken him outside and I've like spoke to him to keep him there. Right, right, right. So I've gone, look, mate, da -da 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 -da. I know, I know, it's such a stressful thing. Oh, no. And just as I see the police go, I've just gone, yeah, it's this one here, there you go. And he's just gone, what, what, what? <laughs> I've just gone back in the shop. Oh dear. That's probably the worst thing I've done. Oh dear. That's probably the worst thing I've done. Do you know what? So for me, like when I was working in pubs, there's obviously you get a lot of confrontational yeah, situations. Yeah. I had a couple of like, I had a couple where it was just like straight up fights were going to break out or whatever. Some of them I'll save for another day, but there's a couple of jokes ones. One, there was this guy, um, he's a big dude, quite stocky. Yeah. He's a regular, he come in like every day. I think he used to work at like a, a Jaguar garage or something like maintenance or something I can't yeah. remember and he was a nice enough bloke and even like sometimes when it kicked off because mm. he was a big bloke he'd, he'd like go and grab people and like ju just push him out of the pub and yeah, just be yeah. like no 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 not in here whatever so I don't know what happened man one night he reached across the, the, the bar and just grabbed, grabbed me by my wrist I had my hand on like you know you have the, the side of the tills there'll be like a screen but it'll be like there'll be like a wooden case around it Yeah. so I had my hand on the side of that and he reached over and grabbed my wrist and I was like, what are you doing, Clive? And he's like, you fucking little dickhead. You think you're all that, didn't you? And I was like, Clive, what are you, what are you doing, mate? You all right? Yeah. He's like, don't you fucking all right, me? <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, he's had too many to drink. But he was gripping the hell out of my wrist, right? I was like, mate, you got to hurt me, mate. Look. I was like, listen, Clive, mate, you hurt my wrist. You've you got to let go. He's like, you fucking make me let go, you little piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, for fucking what? Like, you see, it's like, worst song, blending one word, and now you think of... So I was like, mate, I'm a count to three. You're going to let go of my wrist. I'm going to break your arm. And he was like, yeah, you're fucking nothing, you piece of shit. So I like, one, two, three. You still holding my wrist? Yeah. I twist my arm over. I slammed it into the counter. I walked off, right? Nothing. No reaction from him at all, right? Yeah. He was just like, oh shit, I'm not holding his wrist anymore, right? <laughs> Next day he comes in with a cast on his arm. Oh, <laughs> He's shit. like, Lewis, I'm so sorry about last <laughs> night, bruv. I was like, it's alright, Clive, we're all good, man. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? But, so that, that was one. I had another one. Now this one was mad, right? So my sister came to work at the, at the pub that I was like, um, I think at this pub, this is the one just, just near here. Yeah. I was like a duty manager, so I was one down from the from the landlord or whatever. I would I used to go off and run other pubs as like a relief manager. Yeah. So I was a duty manager at this like my my main pub that I was working at. My my sister was looking for part time work. I said no worries, I will hook you up. Da, da, da. She would my sister would turn up fucking two and a half hours late for a four hour shift. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I'm not even joking. And when I try and cuss her out, she's like. She's like, what are you gonna do? You're gonna fire me. I'm gonna tell mum and dad you're gonna fire your own sister. What's up with you? I was like. Come on, what are you doing? You're you're seriously taking it. And when she ever got there, because my sister's really cute, right? Yeah. So she'd literally like she'd serve like two or three people, and all the locals just like buy her bare drinks. <laughs> so she'd just be standing at the end of the bar chilling with all the locals. She didn't do nothing, bruv. 
Anyway, so what happened, it was like a busy Sunday afternoon and my sisters walked out with like a plate of food from the kitchen and used to be like like Nando's, well, not even like Nando's actually because you, you have table numbers there, but you'd be given a table number, like a wooden spoon or something yeah, with a table yeah. number, right? So my sister walked out. She's walking around the, the front garden bit with the bench on. She's like, uh, number 17, number 17, who's number 17? And this guy who was a regular, yeah. like we all knew him, he goes, oh, 17, that's me, that's me. So she's came over, give him his food, walked off. 20 minutes later, this customer's come over to the to the bar where I, where I was. He's gone, where's my fucking food? I've been waiting nearly an hour for my food. Da, 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 da. I was like, what's your table number, sir? He's table 17. All right? He's, he's got his little thing there. Yeah. I go into the kitchen. Where's table 17? They've gone, it's already gone out. I then walked around. I was like, mate. So I walked up to the guy. He's been coming friendly enough for yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. Right? Goes and I was like, mate, <laughs> that was sick. That was actually kind of clever, but you're gonna have to pay for that food. Yeah. And he's like, fucking what? I goes, yeah, like that food. Technically, you kind of stole it. I was like, look, I get it. Like it's jokes now. It's fine. I'm not cussing. It's just you just got. It's only five fifty. It's cool. And uh, and he was like, I ain't paying for fuck all you little shit. Fuck away from me. Now, bear in mind, I was only like 19 or something, yeah, whatever, yeah. yeah. And I was, bearing in mind, I used to fight minus 62 then. So I was skinny as shit yeah. anyway. And this guy was like ex-military. So he got up, squared off to me. He's like, what the fuck are you going to do? Fucking do something, right? He got right up in my face and then his head touched, just touched my head. Yeah. And I just took a step back from him. You just got barred, right? He's like, you what? I said, yeah, you're barred. So I walked into the pub. Now the protocol was working for this pub. Yeah. You have to have two male members of staff if you're going to escort someone off premises. Right. You can't attempt to do it on your own. Yada yada yada. I was, because the landlord was a bit of a chauvinist. He didn't employ many women at all. Right. Uh, many men at all. Okay. He only employed birds. Yeah. He's like boob sell beer, right? right. So he, we had no male members of bar staff. He was the only other guy front of house that would work that was working that day. But he was upstairs watching cricket. In the, in the flat above the yeah, pub yeah. so I've gone upstairs I was like listen man this just happened I told him what happened I was like that guy's barred right he was like alright that's cool that's your decision you know I stand by it's fine he's like I'll, I'll be down in a couple of minutes we'll walk him off site I was like alright so I go downstairs and find that other and bearing in mind as I've walked through I've told members of staff I can't remember the guy's name but for argument's sake let's yeah. say it's Steve Yeah. so I've like Steve's barred he doesn't come back in this pub if yeah. he walks in you tell him to get out he's yeah. not allowed in it they're like, all right, fine. As I come in, one of my members of staff, this girl's like, like he's come in to use the toilet and they're going, yeah, yeah, just go through. Lewis is upstairs, right? As he's coming out, I've seen that they're doing, as I'm coming yeah, out, I've yeah, seen them yeah. doing that. I was like, you motherfuckers. Then 10 minutes pass, my sister's gone out to clear away some glasses. He's squared off to my sister. Whoa. My sister's standing on the other side of the barrier. He's took a swing at her. Luckily, she moved back and, and he missed her just. I've gone back upstairs. I've told him, like, you need to come down now if I can deal with this. I'm, I'm not having it. Mm. So uh, another five minutes pass. He come, he's in, standing at the bar, and another member of my staff who's supposed to, like, I'm like, I'm going to fire you. Yeah, yeah. Right? They'd served him after I told him no. I've, after I've told them he's barred. So I just walked up, took the drink off him, poured it in the sink. I was like, who served you that? And he's like, none of your fucking business. Is it? I was like, Fine, we've got CCTV, I'll find out later. Yeah. And I said, do you know what? Allow this. My boss is supposed to be down here helping me kick you out. He ain't doing it. So I just walked upstairs, back to the flat. He's still sitting there watching the cricket. I was like, mate, you need to go downstairs. 
He's like, what's happening now? I goes, I just quit. He's like, what? I goes, yeah, man, I just quit. I ain't fucking dealing with this. So I just walked off. Walked down the stairs, started putting my shoes. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I used to walk to work in trainers and that. So yeah. I changed into my trainers. I'm starting to work, walk out. He's like, no, no, you can't do this. Da, da, da. I was working nearly 60 hours a week there, right? So he needed me. Yeah, yeah. He's like, no, 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 it's cool. I was like, nah, you should have come down straight away. Yeah, yeah. You're taking a piss. Someone just took a swing at my fucking sister. I'm, I'm not, nah, I can't yeah, deal with that, yeah. right? As happenstance would have it, this guy had decided as he's seen me starting to walk out out of my uniform that he wants to have a go yeah and all fucking hell is broken loose yeah. i was like cool i don't work here no more <laughs> i'll put my bags down i was like, i'm gonna fuck you up now son right this little dude's about to so all these all the regulars yeah. were there and they were all trying to stop the fight including this guy clive who's fucking big yeah. they pushed me down this like alleyway to keep me away from him yeah and they were pinning me by my throat up against the wall and like they had hands all over yeah. I don't know how I did it but I basically like walked up the wall and then rolled over like three of them and run out after the guy sure. next thing I know the pin, and then they, they managed to force him to get in a car with his with his missus yeah. she starts driving off and I'm like alright he's gone now he jumps out of the car <laughs> right moving guy he jumps out of the moving car starts running back to the pub he's like yeah I want some I was like right you want some I want some so I'm chasing I'm going towards him and I see the the sun was on my back, right? This uh, I had some ninja move, bro. <laughs> I know I, I don't know why I look like at my like in front of me, but I'm looking slightly down. And I see this shadow coming up quick behind me. I was like, someone about to try and grab me, put me a headlock. Happens to be my old boy Clive who's trying to grab me to slow me down. Yeah. I literally dropped my head down, grabbed his wrist, and pulled it to the floor. Yeah. And my man went rolling down. <laughs> I was like, what? I messed something up. He's seen me do that, and he's gone. Oh shit! So now he's starting to back off. Anyway, I was like, "Nah, I'm gonna fuck you up. That's it. End of. End of. I'm killing you." Next thing I know, I've got like eight guys pinning me down, and most of them are drunk, yeah, right? Yeah. So they don't. They're just trying to do the right thing, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But one of them in particular, he's literally like, he's he's got his hand on my neck, right? And he's like, "You need to calm down, Lewis. You need to calm down." And I'm still like, "Nah, I'm getting up." Yeah. So I'm trying to get up, trying to. And he's like, no, no, you need to calm down. Suddenly, he's putting his whole body weight on my neck. And I'm like, I go from like, I'm going to kill someone to I'm about to die in about three seconds. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, mate, I was trying to tell him to get off. I couldn't even have it. So I was just, I literally, I closed my eyes and like, I'm out. Yeah. I didn't pass out, but I signaled like I was passing out. And they let go of me. I was like, and that was, that was in theory, the end of it. Yeah. I saw that motherfucker about two weeks later. <laughs> In the in the fish and chip shop, and look like he noticed me first, yeah. right? And he's like Lewis, and I turned, and he went, "I just want to apologise for what happened." Da, 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 da. And it and it was funny, right? Because it's like everyone's quiet in the fish and chip shop. This guy's just like he's he's made everyone aware. He's apologising to me. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what would happen if we had a fight. He might kick my ass, but I went, "Don't fucking talk to me, you piece of shit." <laughs> fucking took a swing at my sister. I will end your life right now. You fucking prick. I was pushing out my chest, everything. I was like, and as as I turned away from him, I went, he could probably kick my ass. <laughs> I was like, he's a grown ass man, he used to be in the military. I don't know what the fuck I think I'm doing. So yeah, man. That was that was messed up. But um but even I can when, imagine working as a pub. Mate, there's I remember there was I've got so many, right? But I'll I'll get just one other one. This guy actually helped me one night. These two local well-known drug dealers kicked off in the pub 
It was the only pub in Burnham that they weren't barred from, and I made a deal with them that as long as they kept their business off-site, because they were similar age to me as well, I was like, look, as long as you don't do nothing on-site, like, if if this is where you're just drinking, it's fine. Yeah. Anyway, they ended up having a scrap. This guy helped me get them out, and this guy was built like Mike Tyson. It was hench. He dragged them boys outside. They were fighting in the car park, but they weren't inside. And then he goes in, and he sits down, and he's chatting to this table of, like, four or five women. And uh, I even I give him a free drink on house, like to say thank you for helping out and whatnot. And uh, end of the night comes, and these women have been like chatting to him and stuff, but they've also explained to him that they're all married. But he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's cool, it's cool, it's cool, thinking he's still going to get lucky somehow. Yeah. End of the night comes, one of the husband comes to pick up his wife from the pub. And I look over, all I can see is this this guy, Mike Tyson, pummeling something on the floor. And it was like in between the main entrance to the pub and the entrance to like the lobby bits. Yeah. There's like a little six foot section. So I was like, mate, this guy's getting killed. So I run over and as hard as I can, like kind of rugby tackle this big dude. I yeah, barely yeah. move him. I grab the guy on the floor, drag him in and quickly shut the doors and slide the bolts up. Right. But the bolts didn't bolt into anything. Oh. The doors like worn through. But I just did it hoping that yeah, he'd yeah. see me do it and be like, oh, the door's locked. He just walks over, like, pulls the door open with force, smashes all the glass in the door, right? And then steps right into my face. My then girlfriend was standing, like, three feet away from me, looking right at me. And I didn't want to look like a pussy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was like, mate, I didn't even done nothing to you. Don't even think about doing anything. He's like, oh, I'm going to kill that guy. Da, 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 da. So by this time, the guy's, like, got to his feet and he's leaning on the bar. His face is covered in blood. And, uh, and I was like, listen, you need to just go. I'm going to have to call the police. Trust me, you don't want to be when they get it. You're in, yeah, you're yeah. in a lot of trouble. He's like, no, nah, I'm going to kill that prick. Da, 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 da. So I'm standing with a table on my right side. He decides he's going to go around that table to get to this guy. Yeah. I run the opposite way around the table. And I know better than this. Don't know why I didn't. But I put my hands out, like almost at his waist height, both palms facing him to signal to stop, yeah? yeah? I was like, bruv, just stop, just chill, chill, chill. Yeah. And he's thrown a right hook from hell and connected straight with my jaw, right? Boom. And I don't know what happened. My legs stayed true, yeah? My legs were like, not today, yeah. right? <laughs> you ain't dying. I got you. And from from my waist up, my body went sideways, yeah? <laughs> but my legs were like, nah, 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 I got you, I got you, I got you, I got you, I got you. And I recovered it and I stood back up. And just the shock in this guy's face, he was like, what the fuck is happening? And I just looked at him, and I swear, bruv, half my face was numb. I couldn't feel nothing. I could barely see or hear. My ear was ringing everything. I went, do that again. I'm going to fucking kill you. I was like, go on, hit me again. And he's like, what? So he's gone. Hit me again. I'll let you. But I'm going to kill you after. And he was like, he was like, nah, 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 nah. He left. Oh, shit. I walked downstairs, right? And I punched the door because, like, I'd been hit. I wanted to hit the guy back, yeah, but he'd have killed me. Yeah. So I punched the door, right? I broke the door when I punched it. I was just angry. And then I just sat there and I was like, oh, oh, my face. My face was messed up, bruv. I couldn't see straight or nothing for days. He could have killed me. But even when I was working in B&Q, man, there was times I'd be, like, chasing after shoplifters, getting in scraps. Yeah, yeah man. There was, there was one time um, this security guard was, like, a... He goes, oh, Lewis, are you going? I was like, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm about to head home, mate. He goes, can you do me a favour? There's some guys, I know they're shoplifting. When I give you the signal, just pull the entrance door, sh- the exit door shut, yeah. and I'll grab them. I was like, all right, cool. So this girl who worked there 
came up she was chatting to me and uh, people are leaving people are leaving next thing i know the guy runs out and he goes there they are they'd already walked out the exit i was like is that your signal bro <laughs> you're a bit late <laughs> so i reach out i grab one of them pull him back yeah the other two managed to, to bolt before anyone grabbed and the security guard goes running after the other two yeah and i turn and the guy's like in a proper thick irish let's just say his pikey accent yeah he's like i didn't know nothing i didn't do nothing i don't know why he stopped me for i didn't do nothing i was like listen mate i've just been told to grab if you didn't do anything it's cool you just show me you got nothing on you it's all right yeah he's like no i didn't do nothing you need to let me go i'm going no i was like mate you ain't going nowhere and as i said it i was looking at him i was like he's about six one right yeah and he's a pikey we all know this you don't fight with pikeys it's stupid but I'm also looking to my right and I see all these people that work with me and they all know I do martial arts yeah. and they're all just like, let's see what Lewis has got. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like scrapping with this guy, but I'm also aware, like, I just, don't, first of all, I don't want him to get away. Yeah. Second of all, I don't want to get hurt. Yeah. And thirdly, I actually don't want to hurt him because yeah. he's come back bite me in the ass or whatever. Yeah, yeah. One of my work colleagues decide, like, I've kind of got him restrained. One of my work colleagues decides to come and help me and he kind of like, gets in between us and he starts getting his ass kicked (laughs) (laughs) so i just grab the guy off him and i push him and i basically like slide him down the wall and his face slid across the side of this brick wall and it tore tore his face up i drag him in the security guard comes back having been unsuccessful pulls this guy in to the security office he's got nothing on him bro (laughs) he's got nothing (laughs) Right? He's going, I'm a press charges. Press a fucking charges against you. Right? I was like, what? Literally, the police arrive after like three minutes. They must have been local. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, look, the security guard's like, look, him and his two mates were doing this. His two mates made off with like 200 pounds worth of gear or whatever. He's with them. He's an accomplice. Da, 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 da. The cops are like, okay. He's like, do you have anything to say? He's like, yeah, I want to press charges against this guy. Look what he did to my face. Right now, the guy's standing up, yeah, and I'm sat down, and he goes, "Who?" And I was like, "It was me." And I stood up. So he's looked down at me, looked up at this guy, looked down at me, looked up at the guy, looked down at me, and gone, "You can go home, mate." I was like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, you go home." I was like, "All right." So Pikey's kicking off, right? Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Hi, oh, So I've walked outside the security office, and the the one of the other coppers comes straight out after me. He goes, "Mate," I was like, "What?" He goes, "Go home now." I was like, well, my shift's finished anyway. He goes, yeah, take tomorrow off. I was like, what? Wow. He goes, do not come to work tomorrow, mate. You're going to get shit kicked out of you by that 30 bike. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. I'm out. Yeah. I took the next day off. I was like, mate, allow it. But um, but yeah, man, I, there, there was a couple of like little minor... Weirdly enough, someone even stole the delivery van from B&Q once. The delivery van? They stole... They literally... They, they walked through the store into the warehouse... Walked into the yard, mm. unlocked the gate to the yard, on the way back through, so they just unlocked it, they kept the gate shut. Yeah. On the way back through, they picked up the van keys from the warehouse office, yeah. walked out through the front of the store, down the back, entered through the back entrance of the warehouse, jumped in the van and driven off. How long did it take them to realise? They realised as the guys were driving oh, out. Shit. Do you know what was, made it worse? There was a 25 grand kitchen in the back of that van. And it was scheduled. Scheduled. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah. 
I was I was trying to do a neo thing, but like, I was running, jumped over brick walls, trying to run. I literally like almost got up to the van. I was like, and as I was running, I got I got like a few more steps. I could have grabbed grabbed onto yeah. the side of the van, whatever. And I just stopped. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> I didn't get paid for this. <laughs> as I walked back up, as I walked back up, like a couple of my colleagues were there, like, Les, bruv, I didn't know you could run that fast, jump that. I was like, yeah, man. They're like, you nearly caught him. I was like, yeah, man, I nearly caught him. They just sped up. I was like, yeah, man. It's not that like I gave up thinking I only get paid seven fifty an hour. I ain't doing this shit. <laughs> so yeah, man, I got done. I got done hard. Wow, I can imagine that. But yeah, man, it's, it was all right, though. It was all right. I don't have none of that drama now. Chilling, isn't it? That's it, mate. My life is much more relaxed. As I said, like that, even like even some of the other stuff that we used to we used to beef over in phone shops. But yeah, is what it is. We kind of digressed hard as well, isn't it? Because there was something you wanted to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> we took took an hour and twenty five minutes to get there. You I guys just. Remember. You guys just been listening to our old like. I think we'll have, think we'll have to do another work one. stories. Up, so have to yeah, do man. Another one. There was some 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 bits in the news and that I wanted to chat about, but we'll have to do that on another one. Well, to be fair, there's there's not been obviously. Um, Donald Trump landed today, innit? Yeah, he did. He did. Uh, to be honest, I didn't. I'm paying too much attention to the Trump news at the minute. No, I haven't done. Um, obviously, we saw AJ got banged out on uh, on the weekend. That was it as well. Which, to be honest, I paid very little attention to it. Yeah. And normally, you know me, I'm a fight fan, right? Yeah, yeah. Pardon me. I thought, he had a late change opponent, fighting at Madison Square Garden, first time in America. And I know a lot of people are like, jinxed by Madison Square Garden. I think a lot of people are jinxed by Drake. Drake as well, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Drake jinx. That is flipping hilarious. Yeah, bruv. That's, that's another one. Especially so, saying, I'm going to break the curse. So it's a joke thing. He's that aware of it. He actually said, I'm going to break the curse. Yeah, and then yeah. he got banged out. So I think... I kind of feel like he wanted to do the Hasim Rackman lennox Lewis thing, where Lewis didn't take the fight seriously. He... Well, in that situation, it would be different, because lennox Lewis actually went to Africa and didn't climatise properly. There was a massive altitude difference to... So he was, like, gassed out like by the end of the first round. Um, but I think... AJ just didn't take it that seriously. Everyone was like, yeah, of course you're going to beat Ruiz and yeah, whatever. Yeah. So I think he'll go back, he'll make the changes, he'll beat up Ruiz, and then that will give time for Fury and Wilder to fight because yeah. they'll fight now. Yeah. And then it'll be whoever wins out of that will then fight. Because obviously uh, AJ's got a rematch clause. Yeah. So he'll have his rematch. He'll Fingers crossed, he'll get his belt back. Yeah. Oh, his belt back, but then and then that'll be it. Everyone will yeah. be like, "Do you know what? All the mystique has gone from Joshua because he's taken an L." It's weird though, isn't it? Because this is the thing though, right? Back in the day, like all the greatest boxers, leave Floyd Mayweather aside at the moment. All the greatest boxers have L's. Yeah, Lennox Lewis, I think, is one of the best heavyweights of all time. Yeah, and he's got two L's for stupid things as well. Right? Yeah, he he did avenge them. Fair enough. So coming back to Mayweather. Before Mayweather, and Mayweather even, and it was towards the latter part of his career where he started making the fact that he had an O. Like, that didn't really matter. Yeah. You kind of had an O. Having an O was kind of like... Standard. If you, it wasn't if, even standard, it was if, kind of like, you're a newbie. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you ain't been in the game that... Look, there was no... You didn't really get many people who Yeah, but like, also, as a champion, especially, it was like, being undefeated was very important. And in boxing, it's very different to how it is in, like, MMA. 
they will they will build you up in such a way yeah. that you can maintain an undefeated record. Let, let's if you take if you take um, who's the Mexican guy who just fought Triple G? Canelo. Canelo. Canelo ain't got Canelo ain't got a a um, a loss. A lot. Canelo's yeah, yeah. got a loss. Yeah, yeah, he lost yeah. to Mayweather. Yeah. And and how I feel how he's talked about and how he's hyped up is yeah. how it used to be a bit more like on your way up you were likely to lose like that maybe that first title defense first time and then you become the yeah, fire. So all the, all this kind of like to me, like I'm seeing I'm seeing um, a similar thing. It's different to Lennox Lewis because I think Lennox Lewis was was more established um, in terms of, like he was in his prime and done something stupid. Whereas I feel like with, with with Joshua, it's like it was a dumb. It was we'll see in the rematch, mm. you know. But I I don't feel it was. I don't feel it's such a big deal that he's lost, and I think he can get that mystique back very quickly. I think if he wins the next couple of fights, including getting his belts back, people would say that was an that was an anomaly. Like yeah, that's yeah. not that's you know for whatever reason, and then he goes. But I still, for me, I still think he's gonna cause Wilder and um, Fury Fury serious problems. Yeah, but because because of that loss on his and it's took. Because Rui isn't really rated at all, mm. it's it's like, oh, yeah, you ain't... Sh-. Do you know what? I do find it a bit weird how a lot of the general public yeah. are like, yeah, yeah, he ain't shit now, he ain't shit. Yeah, yeah, it's Which nuts. I'm like, that's it's a bit harsh. What, I mean, when everyone was saying Ruiz, I hadn't heard of him, but I'm not a, I'm not an avid fellow or a boxer. But obviously there's been talk about him. And I'm, and, and I'm still thinking, how are you 32... Sorry, 33 for one, mm. and people like aren't taking you serious like you your your stats are yeah the same as Joshua's pretty yeah, much it's, it's you know what bit... I mean even better now it, so yeah. how, how I don't I don't understand this golf maybe I don't know enough about the heavyweight boxing because if everyone's saying um, Wilder's not a great fighter everyone's saying AJ a great fighter yeah um, the, the thing with with Wilder is that he has what most orthodox people would say is very bad technique yeah yeah but Puts people to sleep like yeah. viciously. Yeah, true. You know he's got he's got the hand of God on his side, but it was just a it was a it was just an odd weekend, man. It was um obviously I'm more of a well I'm not more of there's less boxing generally to follow, yeah. uh, but I follow the UFC quite a lot. Your old buddy that you met once, oh, yeah, <laughs> Alexander Gustafsson. Yeah. So he fought Anthony Smith, whose last fight was against John Jones, where he got dominated by John Jones for f- five rounds. Anthony Smith did. Yeah, I wouldn't. Right. Do you know? I wouldn't even say dominated actually. So John kind of just stopped everything that Smith wanted to do. Mm. It was five rounds of Smith just getting told no right. to anything he tried to do. Like, nope, not doing that. Nope, not doing that. It's weird. So it was his first fight back after losing to John, uh, and then actually. Uh, Alexander Gustafsson lost to John last year. I think he had one fight since and won it. Um, So, if I, like, just to give you a brief, like, in the first round, there was uh, 26, um, so out of striking, you had 13 land out of 26 for Smith and only 8 land for Gustafsson. So, there was, Smith got that round clear, right? In the second round, it was like 13 out of 34 for Smith, uh, but he he landed some heavy shots against nineteen for thirty nine. So it's like more in Gustafsson's favor, but not when it comes to like damage, yeah. just just numbers. Now in the third round, Gustafsson was just peppering Smith, 
and then took him down with like 30 seconds left and was looking, I think, I can't remember if he was just ground, yeah, he was trying to ground and pound, maybe look for a submission, but it wasn't there and just beat up on him a little yeah. bit. And it looked like Gustafsson yeah. was like in control. Fourth round comes out, Smith's like putting a bit more pressure on again. Gustafsson's not having it, he's moving, he's just touch and move, touch and move, nice, nice, nice. He goes in for the most stupid takedown attempt I've ever seen in my life. Gets his back taken almost immediately. Like he got into a position where he should have got his back taken, managed to turn over, but then did get his back taken. Anthony Smith just laid him out flat, hit him in the back of the head a few times. He tried to get up on his knees, laid him out flat again, got on his back, just choked him out. And I was just yeah. like, mate, that was that was your fight. You were in control. And you know what the sad thing was? It was in Sweden. Oh, and the, I think the last time he fought in Sweden was when he fought uh, Rumble Johnson, which was where he got knocked out in the first round. So he's just jinxed in Sweden. And then um, I was watching it because it was on at like three in the afternoon. Yeah. Because obviously they catered to the US audience or something. So I'd watched, I watched that happen and then I turned my phone off and then I don't know what it was. I was like, do you know what? I want to see the post fight. I think he might retire. I watched the post fight and he went, show's over guys and he put his gloves down in the middle of the ring and walked out. I was like, damn, man. Damn. I wish I put a bet on that because like most people wouldn't have predicted that he'd retire after that yeah, but yeah. I know he he had talked about it previously so that was my like weird kind of upset and the one that I'm going to the one that I'm not very happy about is that this weekend a favourite of mine uh, Donald Cerrone is fighting another really decent yet weird unorthodox fighter um, Tony Ferguson Yeah. so Tony Ferguson was the interim champ he was supposed to fight Khabib. He done weird happenstance. He was walking through a, a studio after doing an interview, and he tripped on some cables and like messed up his knee. And then he's taken like he hasn't fought in like over a year. This is his yeah. first fight back. Okay. Cerrone just fought like a month ago, and it went all five rounds. Yeah. He took some damage, but he dominated the fight. But he did take some damage, especially in the first second round. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, what is up with the UFC letting this guy fight like six weeks apart twice? He got hit several times. That like, okay, yeah, yeah. he didn't get knocked out. He didn't get knocked down. But still, you got to let someone recover. But instead of letting him recover, you put him against like one of the most unorthodox, wily, high, high cardio, high output fighters in, in the weight division. Yeah. I understand, obviously... Everyone who follows UFC, who follow like if you know Cowboy, he will fight anyone, anytime, anywhere. Most people in the UFC say they would do it, but when it push comes to shove, they won't do yeah, it. Yeah. He's one of them guys. He's like, fuck it, I'll do it. Yeah. Like I'm, sh- I think he's fought like two fights in a month before. Sure. Which is mad. Money? A little bit because he lives a wild lifestyle. Like he just he's a action sports adventure guy. Like he's always oh, out okay. doing stuff here there. Every- there was a, I saw on his Instagram the other day, he, there was like a clip of his wife wakeboarding and she was like eight months pregnant. What the? Yeah, it was mad. It was so mad. I was like, what the fuck, man? So he's found his ideal partner. Yeah, because she's crazy too. Shit. So yeah, but I do think like, I'm a bit, hmm. But after all these like shock, upset losses, I know uh, John Jones is fighting like next month. I might put some money against him. Who's he fighting? Uh, a guy called uh, I think it's Tiago Al is it Tiago Tiago Santos? Okay. Something like that. Guy's just basically not great technique, mm. only striking, but hits hard. Wow. Hits very hard. Okay. There's only like three or four guys in light heavyweight that are any good at the minute. It's a bit disappointing. Yeah. 
But but yeah, in terms of the the fighting stuff, it was just a weird weekend for the fighting. I think, mm, I think it, was. it was an odd one. But yeah, I mean, um, other than that, there wasn't really any like dramery shizzle going on. And uh, yeah, oh, I just seen that AJ did actually tweet after because I don't have Twitter. He said, uh, "Oh, you come off Twitter in the end." No, he he just put this is Andy's night. Congratulations, champ. Yeah. And then Ruiz tweeted, "Who is next to uh, Eddie Hearn?" But he must know who's next. Obviously, he's got a rematch clause. Yeah. And then Deontay put, "He wasn't a true champion. His whole career was uh, was consisted of lies, contradictions, and gifts, facts. And now we know who was running from who." And he put hashtag till this day. Do you know what I read that? Did you read Tyson Fury's one? He said, he we ha- we have our back and forths, but AJ changed his stars through life. Heavyweight boxing, these things happen. Rest up, recover, regroup, and come back again. Yeah. Yes, bro, that's classy. Yeah, with, 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 with what, with what um, Wilder said, I was like, don't be a dick. At the end of the day, and what you're saying, apart from the fact you're like, it sounds stupid, Yeah. but it just ain't true. Like That don't prove nothing. <laughs> It yeah. doesn't prove people's value. To be honest, prove... AJ's only had like one decent high caliber opponent before Ruiz, and that was Klitschko. And it almost went the distance. Okay. Banged I think him out. Probably put Joe Parker up there. He's not. He's not necessarily. In terms of his in, record, in terms yes. Of, and also in terms of who there is, like. Yeah, that's the thing. There's not. You, that's what I'm saying. So if you took out, if you took out um, Wilder and Fury wasn't about then. So literally, if you yeah. just took out Wilder. Josie Park was the only other person that was of any... He had a belt, and he was the only person of, of any sort of credibility. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, I mean, I don't know. People have talked about Luis, Luis Ortiz. Yeah, Ortiz is like 147 years old. Like, no, <laughs> no one knows his age because yeah. he's laying. <laughs> but that's that's fine. Are you allowed to lie about your age a little bit? But yeah, he's... um. Mate, he's not lying. Who we had, it's the AJ identifies with. That's oh, do you know what, bro? I don't. Obviously, we, we ain't got time to get into that. I do want to. I do want to get someone on. If you, if you guys are listening, I've I've made a few attempts. We've contacted a couple people. I know some people that are like, yeah, 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 and then they've backed out. Obviously, you heard my standpoint on it. I personally, I don't agree with the the ability to just pick your uh, gender. There are exceptions to that. Uh, and there are, like, even... Um, God, what's that girl's name we were talking about the other day? The sprinter. Oh, Casta uh, Semenya. Yeah. She actually had a chromosome test. She has an XY chromosome. Right? Okay. So, so there, there are... Like, that's legit. Mm. She's a woman. She has the genetics of a man. Yeah. That's legit. And there are cases like that. And if she chooses to identify as a woman or a man, that's her choice. She yeah. chooses to identify as a woman. That's cool. Personally, I don't even think it's a choice. Fine. You have people who say, oh, today I identify as a woman, tomorrow I identify as a man. You only shut the fuck up. I don't even want to talk to you about your gender. <laughs> and when people get... I've had conversations with people who have who claim to have gender dysmorphia or gender identity issues. Yeah. And I'm like, do you know what? Genuinely, 100%, 100% honest, I don't give a shit what gender you are. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not trying to sleep with you. I'm just trying to chat to you. Yeah. Your gender means nothing. Like, if you were a a, a woman yeah. and I was talking to you now, I'd talk to you the same way. It makes no difference. Yeah, it yeah, makes no yeah. difference. I don't need to have this conversation revolve around how you think, how you feel about your, yeah. your identity. There's been a few interesting things that have come up 
um, that I think would be interesting to talk about um, where you've got all these like you just have so many streams of different things in the same organisation say for example one you know this whole thing with in, in Alabama and again I'm just commenting on it yeah. I would love to speak to someone who's in in know a bit more so you know this whole thing in Alabama with the the abortion, abortion laws. laws and all that mm. so obviously there's been a whole thing it's a woman's body let her control it and most people have been getting behind that narrative and say even guys saying yeah it's a woman's body a woman should have a choice yeah and then it got sort of sidetracked because there was this argument from the trans, tra- trans gender community where they were saying well no it's not just women because I, ident- I, can, I, I identify as a man and I can still have a child and the whole abortion thing applies to me as well so you can't say that and it's almost like I understand what they're saying, but it's for me, there's a few things. It's like, is that the right time to derail the conversation? Is there, like, there's so much more bef- before you just kind of throw this stuff out that people who are already against you yeah. can just, do you know what I mean? And you, it's like, you, you could need some sort of unity if you want to move forward. There's no, these yeah. two separate battles here when, you're, when your enemy's over there. It's like, it's, it's nuts. Do you know what's funny, actually? This, uh, there was an Instagram post where this woman had given a speech about it and then she had later tweeted or whatever to to kind of apologise to say that it isn't just a woman's only issue. There are men that, that go through this. Yeah. And I, I commented and say she just completely destroyed her own... Like, she she derailed her own argument. She she took it down. Like, she messed herself up. Yeah. And then people, a couple of people got on it. They're like, how? How did she do that? I was like, well, you know, the fact is, biologically, only women can get pregnant. Therefore, only women can have abortions. That's just a fact. And they went, well... And it turned into this whole thing about... What we're talking about here is... Yeah, men and women. Women can get pregnant. Women can have abortions. Yes. But there are there are men who identify as women. I can't remember exactly how they got into it. It, was, it wasn't even well, identify as women. women. It was like, women. Oh, that was it. That was it. It was male and female. It was the th- distinction between male, female, man and woman. Yeah, that's... Yeah, and this yeah, person yeah. tried to say that it's different. Yeah. And I was like, listen, there's no difference. And they were like, oh, gender gender is a whole... Is a construct. There's yeah. the, is, the Gender has nothing to do with genetics or whatever. I was like, uh, yes, it does. And they're like, no, 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 no. Man and woman is not relevant. I was like, listen, just go and Google. And they went, yeah, I just Googled, like, spent five minutes and all I could find was stuff to do with, you know how gender is in fact a social construct. I was like, all you've proven to me there is that you're really shit at Googling. <laughs> like, there's, and you can't, you can't do that. You just can't go, right, we need to piggyback on your whole protest. And it, and it seems as tacky as all lives matter. When yeah, Black yeah, Lives yeah, Matter yeah, happened, that's, that's, that's kind of how I felt. As soon as all lives matter came out, I was like, you're just a bunch of dickheads. Yeah, you just don't kind of, like people. That's kind of how I felt. Like, I get the whole, I've heard the, I get the whole argument, um, you know, one's gender's social construct against the... I don't get that argument, bro. is biological. If that was true, then there wouldn't be, like, associated patterns of behaviour on male and female of all types of species. Whether it's, whether it's, whether it's true or not, I'm just, like, yeah. saying what I've I've, I've, heard, yeah. I've heard it. Let me get someone who knows now, what they're talking about so I can take the piss my, out of my, my thing is kind of what you're saying. It's like, you can't... There's, you know, there's there's right times to do things and there's right times to not. And even if you don't get it and you feel this way, it's sometimes a conversation needs to be personal until it can be formed properly. Particularly if you know you've got, you've both of you have got a joint enemy. It's like, why are you going to be, like, even the All Lives Matter thing, generally, you weren't trying to support Black Lives Matter. 
Yeah. yeah. But these two <laughs> are, tr- are supposedly trying to work towards the same sort of goal um, against the same sort of sort of uh, quote unquote enemy. Yeah. And they're they're doing this open public battle, and it's just to me that kind of stuff is like. Why I can't, a lot of the times I can't get behind, even if I agree with something, it's like, you need to get your ducks in order. Like, because I don't want to be, do you know what I mean? I don't want to be a part of that. Most transgender issues by itself, I'm like, yeah, cool. I totally understand what you're saying. I was even looking to get my rainbow colour Nike Air 720s. Yeah. And uh, they don't have it. And, um, and the same <laughs> with, yeah, I totally get that. It's a, we've spoke about it before. Um, it's a woman's body, like, I'm happy I don't need to be involved in that because I don't I don't have to take that do you know what I mean I don't have to deal with that yep. that's what I feel lucky with that that's a hard decision to have to, someone to have to make whereas to, to, to kind of as you said to, to piggyback and jump on this thing to me was a weird move like it should have been done if it's a conversation that needs to be had it should have been done in a much better way it should mm-hmm. have been this whole Alabama thing right we're going to support with one voice and then whatever happens then we need to also have this conversation going on separately maybe a little bit later but to just totally derail it because I was I was do you know what I've done just as a sort of little social experiment a friend of mine had this big thing about oh yeah it's got to be a woman's um, a woman's um, a woman's choice and then there's a few people say no but the guy you know we make a baby together la da 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 not saying he's right he's wrong whatever this you know 50, 50 plus comment uh, message thread going on and I, 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 you know, I was reading it, liking things, whatever. Never really put anything in. And then when this thing came out, I put it in. <laughs> I was like, okay, what's the answer for this? I was like, it's, it's, it just derails everything for something that actually is, I would say, is you know, like the laws that in in Alabama. Like, I think that that's the sort of stuff that people should unite against to fight against. Mm. I don't want to now try and throw my cause in the in the ring at that point. Yeah, so, I mean, it was. I thought that was weird, but I just see that happen so much. So that's why I'm just yeah. like, you know what. There are like, uh, I I don't know why I saw something about um, people were trying to boycott Netflix because they refused to stop filming stuff in Alabama. And it was oh yeah, but Netflix did actually. They actually threatened. Um, yeah. Uh, Alabama and said they're gonna pull out, and Georgia, I think it was another state as well. Yeah. yeah, they actually threatened and said, yeah, they are gonna pull out a few a few other places. Yeah, yeah. I think. Um, and there's someone else shared something saying, well, Walt Disney have filmed here, 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 here. Like, all these terrible places all around yeah. the world. And they're like, you ain't got a problem with them. Yeah. But you do have a... Which is like a bit more... Like, yeah. And the thing is, boycotting... As I've, we've discussed boycotting before as well. Yeah. And I just think, boycotting's fine, especially when a lot of times you don't you don't spend money in those places anyway. So you don't yeah. need to just That's chill. That's what I said. I was like, yeah, um, what, was, what, was, what was what I was talking about? There was... Um, oh, the, even the whole Sultan of Brunei thing. Mm. and they sold uh, in Brunei it's like yeah I'm boycotting Brunei I'm boycotting these these expensive hotel chains yeah. I'm boycotting Montclair do you that's know what it. I mean oh, that's easy for me to do yeah boycotted <laughs> them before I even started exactly. mate. didn't even know I boycotted I'm, them I'm the original boycotter yeah. I've been boycotting Montclair since since I was born day. <laughs> since day <laughs> oh dear but you know that's the so the the thing that I I struggle with though is why people get so hard on their own team though like even like if you go okay black lives matter if you want to say all lives matter don't say all lives matter because what you're basically saying is fuck your black lives matter movement what you should just say 
we're not going to do an all lives matter movement we're going to go fuck the police yeah because basically this was a an issue against the police you know going well over over top when it came to dealing with like black citizens yeah. too much violence or whatever like their attitude just stank yeah so if you want to say yeah they're like that with white people as well don't say all lives matter just say fuck the police yeah yeah because yeah. you're saying yeah we see it too like yeah there are white people that have a problem you guys have problems as well united we'll stand together and say fuck the police yeah nwa through and through yeah they got it but instead you then find this issue this need to create conflict within yourself yeah it's stupid you guys could in theory unite and sort it all out right. and even um but the the thing with the whole uh, abortion laws thing is you're going to start talking about oh it's an it's an everyone's rights issue it's a it's a men's rights and a women's rights issue how many considering like the type of geography the type of demographic of people that live in Alabama yeah how many trans men have issues with abortion in Alabama Where we got, yeah probably yeah. less than 10 yeah in the whole state and you guys are kicking up such a massive stink, taking so much steam away from this That's cause. That's a very, very, very valid right? point. For the sake, okay, don't get me wrong. Those ten people, I'm sure they're important people too. But yeah. let's just be clear: yeah. the greater, like when people say, "Oh, you know, you sacrifice things for the greater good or whatever," like, yeah, you do need to sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You need to sacrifice. Yeah. But yeah, that was. There is one other thing actually that just came into my head. I just want to. I just want to get this off my chest, right? I don't know why I feel to share it because it's a bit messed up, <laughs> but I feel to share it. So I saw this thing the other day. It's a little video clip of these uh, these soldiers training uh, training these women who had never like they 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 weren't um, they weren't soldiers they're normal civilians, but they're going through this training course, and they're basically doing bayonet training. So they get their drill. Where they have to, you know, prep the bayonet, scream, charge at this like sandbag, and stab it. Right, yeah, and obviously yeah. as they're stabbing it, they've got you got to scream your lungs out and be like, it's you got to try and put your mind in that kill or be killed situation. Yeah. And um, and you see, like most of these women, they really struggled with it, and then when they got to it, like they had to have three, four attempts at it. The drill instructor sat them down, and explained to them like, listen, if you have to do this for real. And you hesitate for a second, you're dead. The other person will fucking kill you. Yeah. And then they'll carry on. There is no time to think, what am I? You need to be able to switch it on and do what you need to do and then switch it off. So you give this speech, these women went back out and a couple of them, they turned on. You could tell just by the tone yeah. of their scream, they yeah. give it some. When they stabbed that sandbag, they, they proper let into it, right? Yeah. And I found myself watching it and because I'm a bit messed up, I was like, just fucking get that sandbag, right? <laughs> you go, girl, right? And then you see a couple of them after, they walk up, they walk to the side and they're speaking to some of the, the other drill instructors and stuff and they start breaking down in tears. They're like, oh my God, I can't believe that I had that inside me. Da, 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 and I was able to do that. And they were like, yeah, you know, it's difficult to get into, but, and even like once they've done it, the drill, they got everyone to lie down flat on the floor and just look down and just yeah. think about what they've just done. And just a couple of women, they're like, oh, I've got too much. I, I didn't realise I'm capable of that. And I was sitting there going, you you don't know what you're capable of. Like, we are capable of so much more than we think we are yeah, yeah. when push comes to shove. Yeah. And I also thought, and this is the messed up bit, I'll fucking stab anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, do you know what? If it comes to it, I'll kill you, Denny. <laughs> I'll kill you, bruv. 
inappropriate Sorry. in the current thing going on, mate. Inappropriate. <laughs> no, but the 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 thing I was getting at is like, so I've obviously like I've been in a lot of fights and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I've I've never thought when I'm hitting someone, oh, I don't want to hurt you. I've thought I'm gonna hurt you as much as I need to hurt you, and if I need to kill you, then I'm gonna kill you. Do you want? Do you know? What and I've, I've thought it a couple of times yeah. when I've been in like proper serious fights. Like I've got, I've got a scar actually, and now I'm going a bit bald. You can start to see the scar coming through from where someone hit me with a bottle, right? And I legit thought I, I was gonna get stabbed. Yeah. I messed that guy up, bro. And I was happily gonna like. I'll tell you straight. Afterwards, I walked away thinking I should have fucking killed him, right? Really? And I was mad at myself for not killing him. Yeah. So in my mind, I'm like, at least I know. Yeah. Someone breaks into my house in the middle of the night. <laughs> Someone's going to die. <laughs> Ain't going to be me. See, I keep that shit turned off, but I know it's there. I think when I was little, I used to have a really, really bad temper. So it was easy to get into fights and stuff. But as I've got older, obviously you get, I felt like I've Chill had out. to, yeah, yeah. And um, I've still had fights since. Um, fewer and fewer as I've got older. Doesn't count if your missus is beating you up. <laughs> <laughs> but what 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 I've found is, I when I first do anything, it's 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 almost my first attack is all is always. This is what I can do to you, mate. Chill out. Like, yeah, yeah. Stop now. Yeah. And then the next thing will be to just put a stop to it. Yeah. Like I'm not trying to now stand up and have a box like that's it it's 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 over like do you know what i mean yeah yeah without but never in my head am i trying to think that i want to kill anyone no it's that's... literally like look you can see the situation yeah stop otherwise you're gonna be you know you're gonna lose and after that just end it quick yeah, like, yeah. just do whatever i need to do to just you know end it yeah, yeah. sort of thing do you know what it's but, it's i'm kind of like i've been in situations where i know a fight's gonna happen mm. and i'll start laughing and I'm like, listen, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I know you're angry and stuff, yeah? yeah. I'm just telling you, I teach people how to beat people up. That's my job. <laughs> that is my job. Yeah, yeah. So, as much as I'm sure you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to fuck you up, your job is not my job. Yeah. You're about to come to my work, yeah. basically, and try and tell me how to do my job. Yeah. I promise you it's not going to work well. Yeah. I promise you. I think that's the thing as well. Like, I think since, 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 um, since uh, like with the rise of MMA, there's a few more people who know how to fight, but still the majority of people. Like, yeah. Do you know how many people? Know you know how many people watch MMA and go, yeah, yeah I can fight. Yeah. I watch MMA, <laughs> and I get them come to my club sometimes, and they're like, Taekwondo is nothing else. I do MMA. I'm like, all right, cool, cool, yeah. cool. We won't, we won't do Taekwondo then. If you know MMA, you can roll with me. We'll, we'll do some jujitsu. Yeah? yeah, yeah. I was like, I'll even, I'll even let you punch. Like, I won't yeah. punch, but you can punch. They go, all right. Last about 35 seconds, bro. I'll tell you the funniest one people used to say to me, which used to get so much. When people are so unfamiliar with kicking, if they've never done it before, like they kick, you can't, how you kick, the technique you use to kick a ball, you can't do that in a fight. Yeah. yeah. Right? So people recognise that quite easily. They don't feel comfortable. So many people come, oh, but how, how can you kick in a fight? Like, duh, 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 what's the, you can't kick in a fight. Like, and I've, the amount of people I've turned around and said, it's like, it was basically, oh, well, Taekwondo's pointless because you can't kick in a fight. The amount of people I've turned around and said, just because I do Taekwondo, do you think that stops me from knowing how to use my fists as well? All yeah, it yeah. means is rather than two weapons on my body, I've got four. Yeah. Like, what the heck are you on about? And I've got a sick footwork, bro. Yeah, exactly. That's all it means. Yeah. But it's, um, 
yeah, so many people are like, oh, but you, how, like, how can you kick in a fight? Jump to show you. Do you know what? Even I've, I've been in situations where like the guy standing a couple of feet away from me is like, oh, fuck you up. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And I just flick my foot up next to yeah, his yeah. face and put it back down. <laughs> and he goes, what the f-? And I'm like, yes, bruv. Yeah. I, yes. No, I, I, saw, I saw Bradley do that once to someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I think, I feel like Bradley was supposed to hit them. Okay. But, like somehow he missed, but that was enough. They were just like, oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it's such a dumb thing, but it's, it's that thing. It's just, just out of, because they're not familiar with it. They, they, it's almost like they, they lack the comprehension yeah. of it. And it's like, it, all it means is I've got two extra weapons. Yeah. That's it. But to be Doesn't honest, stop even, these, even like, with my students, mm. I always tell them like, if you get into a street fight, you never kick above the waist. Yeah. Right. And you, you throw with your shin. Yeah. And I train my students how to throw shin, like shin kick to the thigh. Yeah. And bruv. You get kicked in your... I had... A, so I teach at this school for kids with learning difficulties. Mm. I had this kid. He was about 12 years old. He, we, I, I spar with him and stuff. I have to be very careful not to hit him and all this stuff, right? So this kid, 12 years old, and he done something next. He come like charging at me. And I thought, if I if I do what I'm supposed to do, he's going to get hurt. Yeah. So I kind of just had to let him do what he wanted to do. And he, he kneed me right in my thigh. Yeah. Right? Mate, I was not walking right for yeah. about three days. He's a 12-year-old kid. Yeah. yeah. And my legs are solid. Yeah. I've got conditioned legs. You come running hard. I was like, mate, if I throw my shin at your thigh, if I don't break your leg, I guarantee you, yeah. you're not going to want to fight with me. Because yeah. you can't push through your leg to generate power. And if you're not, like, don't get me wrong, if you're a trained fighter, especially if anyone's listening to this and you do some kind of training, yeah, if you're trained, most likely, I'm not going to land it my first attempt. Most likely, it's not going to go down that way. But, if you're not a trained fighter, which is like 99% of the population, yeah. you're going to get a badass dead leg. You're going to walk people home. People are not used to it. People, yeah. You know, people, you've seen, you, not so, I mean, now, if people try and do MMA, um, or sort of, like, if they do boxing, they'll do a little bit, and they're going to cross, go into a, uh, a yeah, different yeah. discipline. They'll start cross training, they'll start conditioning for it. We used to see all the time, back in the day, like, with K1, when boxers used to think they could come in and do something, after a couple of kicks in the leg, they were done. Yeah. They would just be like... I was going to say quit. the same thing, bro. Yeah. You, like, you won't see Floyd Mayweather go into a cage and fight Conor McGregor. No. It's not going to happen. Even even, even flipping the, the Muhammad Ali one, for yeah. however long ago that was, if you read what Muhammad Ali said after that, he had blood clots, he had all shit. Yeah. His legs were effed up. Yeah. You know, like, people you just... It's, and that, and the guy that moment. Ali fought, had threats from the Yaku from I can't remember who it was like Yakuza or something like that not to hurt Ali or something really? so he like I think he like lay on his back for most of the yeah, fight and just did. kicked up yeah yeah and that was because he was like he got death threats oh sure so it's mad but anyway right. we digressed enough today was supposed to be about something completely different we made a hash of it but hopefully you guys enjoy some of our old weird work stories and yeah. uh, and and horror oh, I stories to, I like to start my new little segment Denny's dating. Oh, that will have to be for the next episode. For the next one, for the next I will one. say before we cut out though, I did see your Instagram the other day. I'll give you props, bro. For your, you, you go on the skipper rope, you punch in the bag. Okay, okay. You need to learn how to relax and move your feet a little bit more of the rope. But you even done some funky little wide step, short step things. Yeah, yeah. I was like, go on, Denny. Initially, I was like, my man is stiff as shit. <laughs> but then you started to move a little bit. I was like, go on, Denny. You're getting in there, bro. I'm just trying get to train. Just keeping up. That's it, man. Nice. No, it's, it's good. It's good to, to get back in. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. So, if we finish off with our. Um, our drawbacks. Yeah. Our drawbacks. So, my throwback film, I've, I don't think I've done it before, is a film called Way of the Gun. I think you have. Oh, shit. You done messed up, Danny. You done messed okay, okay. up. 
Well, my throwback song is um, We Fly High, Ball In by Jim Jones. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ball In. Um, reason is, he released a new album this week or last week. Um, I've been listening to it a lot. It's a, it's a good album. It's one of my favourite albums this year so far. Um, I can't remember what it's called. El, El Capo, I think it's called. Okay. Um, Jim Jones... Yeah, Jim Jones, El Capo, new album. Um, so that's, yeah, so my throwback is, um, one, I think it was probably his, one of his early hits. Um, and my throwback movie, oh, I'm going to have to think about that a bit now. Do you want to go? I'll give you my, I can give you both of mine. Okay. So uh, my throwback track is uh, NWA, Fuck the Police, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and then my throwback movie is actually, it's an old one, man, but it was, I... I think it was an underrated one from uh, Van Damme. It was Nowhere to Run. It's the one where he's like a escaped uh, prisoner. He goes on the run. This was from 1993. Uh, I, ca- I can't... I think there's like a... Someone else tried to escape. Bus crashed. He managed to escape. He basically goes out and lives in the woods with this with his family for a little bit. But uh, And he like fixes up their motorbike, the, the husband's motorbike and stuff. It's because I was watching... Um, I was watching an old Steven Seagal film the other day that had, uh, what's his name? God. The actor that played um, the butler in the last Batman movies. Not the not the most recent ones. The old school okay. ones. Michael Caine, yeah. Michael Caine was in it. Uh, in this old Steven Seagal film. And I was like, man, Michael Caine made a shit film there. Because <laughs> no film that Steven Seagal was in was any good, really. Uh, except for maybe Under Siege. One, okay. but that was like the exception because I told you before, bro. I've gone off on Segal. I'll save him today. But uh, but yeah, the only other thing I was going to mention in terms of have you heard Joyner Lucas's new song Isis? Isis, love it. Yeah, Bruff. yeah, chew. I've been banging that song on repeat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. even um, Phoenix verse where it goes, me and Joyner need a couple of horses. Double homicide, killer beat, and a verses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, it's fire. Yeah, it's heavy. Um, yeah, so my my film is Suburban Commando. Okay, Hulk Hogan. Oh, snap. Yeah. Um, I think he was like a sort of... I can't even remember the film properly. I think he might have been like a, a alien who had come is this down... The, hold on, hold on. In... Is this the bit where he walks past a grocery store and this woman's like squeezing melons and she goes, if they're soft, you know they're ripe. Yeah, and he yeah. grabs them, <laughs> squeezes them, yeah, they explode. Yeah, yeah, he goes, yeah, oh, they yeah, must yeah, have yeah. been good. Yeah, yeah. I know that film, that bro. That was a long time ago. Yeah. I know that film. That's a sick film, though. Old school, old school. Yeah. All right. Cool. 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 Well, that's been uh, that's been me. That's been Denny. I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, if you haven't done already, make sure you hit us up on uh, Instagram. Yeah. Spotify. Well, whatever, man. Everything. You guys, everything. NGA. Yeah, no. All day, every day. Yeah, NGA. No. Um, just quickly as well, we need to start thinking about. This is our twenty third episode. We have got twenty fifth. Is that anniversary enough to like do something a little bit different or Maybe. special? We need to have a guest on for sure. Definitely. We might we might drop the uh, we might drop the high cast the high podcast from California. Oh yeah yeah yeah. We yeah. might have to drop that yeah. one. So we might give you that one for episode yeah, twenty five. I think so. We might. We'll have to see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Cool. Peace out. Peace.